And James, I'm going to head down there, but I'm not going to be there all night. So. Okay. I might stay for like an hour or two. All right. And that's it. So. See you later. You good? Yeah. You're going to come out or you're going to stay in your room? Be dark. I, I don't mean, mean be probably... dark, but in the dark. What are you saying? <laughs> you're fucking racist. I didn't, I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, one and all. This is the IO panel, episode 130 for November 25th. Uh, that's when we are recording it. You will get it on the 26th or the 27th or the 28th or the 29th or the 31st. That's to get it when you get November. it, you'd be damn happy about it. Damn straight. That's Evan. What's up, Evan? How you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm not angry, but I'm speaking like I am. Thank you for asking. Outstanding. Michael, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. You got to take a firm tone with these kids today, you know? Take a strong stance. You can't beat them in school anymore, so you got to beat them with your voice. That's the whole goal of this show, isn't it? It is. (laughs) To To pound you in submission with your vocal cords. To feel superior to others. To prove your superiority. Ah. Not, Not just feel. It must be scientifically and orally proven. (laughs) so saith the lord (laughs) oh man i think you got it right all right i've been been watching a lot of Battlestar galactica recently so so say we all so say we all there we go (laughs) so i a question about that i never like watched through the whole series i've seen episodes here and there um i couldn't really tell you many of the character names or their arcs or anything is there like a religious overtone to that like did the cylons think they're God's children or something? Yes. There is a religious overtone, but it's very subdued, but it's just there. But I think you have to, like, at least in my opinion, you have to kind of consume the a fair amount of the show to sort of get the hints and whiffs of it. It's not there if you watch one episode, but if you see the whole thing, you kind of see, like, a master creator religious kind of come-to-Jesus thing going on, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Michael, what do you think? I mean, there's definitely religious components to the show. <clears throat> uh, the the original, the, the main humans in it, their main religion is they believe in, like, Zeus and Aphrodite and blah, oh, blah, blah. That's right. Oh, right. All that okay. kind of crap. And then the, the Cylons uh, believe there's only one true god. Ah. At least some of them do, anyway. So, it's... It's kind of interesting. Okay. It almost hints that we are Cylons. Well, some. Like the the ancient Aww. Greeks are the the old outdated humans. Mm. And uh, modern Christians and Catholics, they're battling themselves for uh, who is the true child of God. Were there more than one, like, faction of Cylons in the show? Two, isn't there? Uh, there ends up being more than one. Uh-huh. Eventually. Oh. Yeah. Like, those parallels. Is it, is it just two? It's two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also the different kinds of Cylons. You know, there's the ones that look like humans. 
but then True. there's also the the minions. There's the centurions. They're you know the, giant chrome things. Are the centurions sentient? Are they like just? Are they like? Are they sentient? But they're just chrome, and the human ones are just like. Yo, what up? I'm human looking, but I'm still a satellite. They're all the same. Just one's in a chrome skin, one's in a flesh bag. No, well, it turns out the ones that are chrome, the Centurions, they have a device installed to prohibit or inhibit higher brain function. Mm. And then the ones when they break off, they, they uninstall that. They remove it from the Centurions. So like, yeah, we took this out and uh, we explained the situation to them. And yeah, they don't like what you're doing. <laughs> Is there ever a talking centurion that's like a sentient one? Like, hey, what's up, man? What did you say? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like that weird alien from Rick and Morty's like, gobble, 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 gobble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, okay, chill, blizzgazorp, or whatever. It's like, I'd like one bus ticket, please. Yeah. Okay. Even the raiders, which are their their ships, like their smaller ships, are all, they're all machine. I mean, they're all machine animals. Yeah, you don't, like a pilot doesn't get into it, right? It's just like, yeah, it is the ship. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a metal ship, and then inside it is like organic parts and machine parts. Hmm. Like they blow one away in space, and one of their ships gets covered in blood. The fuck! It's like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But the huge ships aren't really like that. You know, those are called the base stars. Those are, um, but those are centrally controlled by a, they call a hybrid. It's a woman who's in a bathtub, <laughs> but she's like, she's like, her her brain is like plugged into the ship. She's a precog? <clears throat> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> she's like plugged into the ship and uh, she basically controls the ship. But okay. she's like. It's more like Barkley. They get, yeah, kind of. But they go, they go see her, and she's just like talking nonsense. And the, and one of the Cylons is like, most Cylons just think she's it's just nonsense. Um, but it's not nonsense. They're like Leoben thinks she's uh, everything she says is a is a message from God. Hmm. <laughs> but it's like she's she's a, but her the shit she's saying is like precog shit. Like they prove that at some point, but like the, the I don't know if they they show her talking. Like she says some like weird shit, and it turns out it's referencing something that occurred on the human ship or something. But of course, the Cylons don't know that because they're like you know it's, they're like worlds apart. Like they're on two different ships or whatever. Far that I remember something like that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's really great. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry have, for asking the question. No, I know it's no problem. Um, so let's. Uh, I'm not allowed to go down a path of of madness. No, it's too early for rabbit holes, Michael. There's I mean, so much the in the fuck? show. There's so much to talk about. So much. We got a huge lineup for you today, guys. What, that's that's, that's, a, there's, there's that's one, a big hey, promise. There's there's one quote I wrote down from Battlestar Galactica that I want to say. 
Okay. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> to know the face of God is to know madness. Oh, that's a good one, actually. I like that. Now, is that originally from Battlestar? Probably not. Um, I did Google it, and it, there's a lot of references like that, you know, mentioned here and there, um, including biblical, mm-hmm. but none exactly that phrased that way, it seems. Okay. But but yeah, very similar. So, so tell me about your uh, your week, Michael. My week? Shit. No. My week was okay. Uh, you know, shorter work week, obviously. Yes. Uh, I did work on Friday. Yes. <clears throat> um, it was good, though. Got some stuff done that been been meaning to get done, you know. So that's always nice. Was the office quite empty? Pretty empty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... You know, I had, had an interesting conversation with a coworker. You know, so I don't get to talk to very often. You know, so that was good. I ended up with a trip to HR, so you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, Thursday was good. Actually, no, no crabs legs this year, gents. I was going to ask about that. Actually, did the have? whole turkey no. stuffing. Oh, um. Ham? Asparagus, no ham. Sweet potato casserole? No, we we didn't. uh, That's what I mentioned. That's it. Oh, and cranberries. Green bean casserole? Cranberries. We're not that white. So, no. (laughs) I don't believe you at all. (laughs) You know, I had a discussion about the green bean casserole with my coworkers. We've never had that. And they were like, like, do you have that? I was like, no. That's a white people thing. And they're like, no, it's not. I was like, it's totally a white people thing. It's a hundred percent white people thing. It's like my mom would never make something like that. It's it's like green bean. Did I talk to you guys about this? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Oh, I thought I was like telling you something. I already told you. <laughs> oh, my memory's trash. Um, but it's like it's like green beans, onion straws, and fucking um, cream and mushroom soup. Cream and mushroom soup. And I'm like, dude, that's not food. That's something that someone saw in a 1950s Marine Calendars fucking magazine or something like that with Susie Homemaker on the front cover, and they're like, here's how, a great way to use all that wartime trash you have that comes in cans. And then, you know, it took off because <laughs> white people were feeding to their kids. Because I was, I was trying to understand how, like, something that, like, uh, I mean, let's just say green bean casserole is as American as apple pie at this point, right? Like, is that fair to say? I think it is. It's a very American dish. So it's like, well, actually, the origins of apple pie go all the way back to pre-colonial Belgium. Okay, okay look, <laughs> the point is, that's an American <laughs> thing. But across the board, I have very few black people I know have ever had green bean casserole and never have it for Thanksgiving. But almost all of my Caucasian friends, minus Michael, it's a regular thing in their household. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out what is it that white people had access to that minorities don't have access to or weren't exposed to that taught these people about green because like it's so it's like a straight line down the middle it's so weird it's like it's like at some point in time there was something that only white people saw that black was like people never casserole. had access to green beans no i don't know <laughs> no i mean it's either it's either i mean i know black people had access to canned food you know only thing i think it is is like some magazine you know some old 50s magazine or or 40s magazine that had an ad in it and it was traditionally picked up by 
Caucasian housewives. You know, that's the only thing I can think. I can't figure out a reason why black people, Americans, black Americans who have been in the country longer than like five or six generations don't eat green bean casserole. Like, why don't we? Is it rooted in fear? No. Fear of what? <laughs> fear <laughs> of a delicious Thanksgiving side dish, no. James. No. Maybe fear of sodium. It's probably fear of sodium. That's a fair argument. Trash. <laughs> okay, Jeez. so so 1955, <laughs> the green bean casserole was first created by the Campbell Soup Company. Uh, it had to be a Campbell's ad. Yeah. yeah, of course. Dorcas Riley led the team. What? That's a weird name. Dorcas? <laughs> D-O-R-C-A-S. Let's bring that name back. Dorcas Riley led the team that created the recipe while working as a staff member in the home economics department. But that's not a thing anymore. The inspiration for the dish was to create a quick and easy recipe around two things most Americans always had on hand in the 1950s. Green beans and Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. It initially did not test well within the company, but in part because of Riley's persistence, eventually earned a reputation for being the ultimate comfort food. No, what? What? I mean, it'll weigh you down. There's no protein in it at all. Get this. In 1972, uh, a version in Good Housekeeping Cookbook, they replaced cream and mushroom soup with sour cream. No. Nope. It's fucking weird. That's really weird. It goes from strange to stranger. Uh, James, listen to this. Campbell's <clears throat> cream of mushroom soup was created in 1934. It was widely used as a casserole filler in the Midwest to the extent that it was sometimes referred to as a Lutheran binder. Oh, God. <laughs> Dorcas Riley's recipe popularized the combination of soup with green beans. Uh, it says Campbell's soup now estimates that 40% of the cream of mushroom soup sold in the U.S. goes into making green bean casserole. So It's good. I, I'll tell you something. As a kid, we had cream of mushroom soup, and my mom was like, I was like, is this, can I have this soup? She's like, no, that's for cooking. Like, yeah. it's for, like, to her, cream of mushroom soup is something you use, you put it in something else to produce some sort of texture or flavor. I but fully agree. Yeah, it's not a thing. You don't just eat a bowl of cream mushroom soup. I mean, you I, could, but yeah. I've done you it. Never would. You, you wouldn't want to. I've done it. It's not good. It's okay. Cream no, it's of not. blank soup yeah. is an ingredient in other things. Cream of chicken. However, cream of chicken uh, soup. I would say that should be an ingredient. However, now that you point that out, there are two that you could eat alone. I suppose possibly three. There's cream of chicken. There's cream of potato. Mm. There's there's cream of onion, which uh, I've never eat, thought about, you know, eating. Cream mm. um, sounds like starch, starch soup. Yes. And I think there might actually be a fourth. There might be cream of broccoli. There is cream of broccoli. And that that's, a that's a soup. That's passable. Although nowadays, it's you wouldn't really eat that. It's You'd have broccoli cheddar, right? Uh, yeah, probably. That's a <clears throat> Get this. In 2002... Riley presented the original recipe card to the National Inventors Hall of Fame in in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> right next to the baseball hall of fame. Did they tell him fame. to go take it and walk away? Did they, <laughs> they turn him away at the door? You know, that's where my, my father is from, right? Akron, Ohio. Oh, so he, it's like point... he's from that museum. <laughs> Born and raised. So I, I really want to know what the demographics were of the people who bought Campbell's soup in that in that time. 
when that f- was first released because I don't understand how it's not a thing. Like all my White life, middle American. It, it, you mean it is a thing? Well, no. All my life, it's it's existed, and I've seen ads for it even on TV as a kid. But it was never. It's never. I've never had it. I've never as many Thanksgivings and Christmases that I've gone to. It's never been served. Never. You know. I think I gone to Michael's house once, and he he they had it there. No, not, no, no, not, not maybe you house. had some leftovers from somewhere else. Yeah, so, someone had it, and I went to someone's house, and they had it. But it's just weird, man. It's very strange. And I think I think there's more a dark history there. You know, or, or is, perhaps is a, a, a light history. KKK, maybe. Oh, perhaps. Maybe it is a light history. I'll make it for you when I come into town because I like green bean casserole. It sounds really gross. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put in those onion something. straws, and I'm gonna put in some cheddar cheese. We're not having that. That's not. We're not doing that. It's not up to you, James. It's not good. You're I'll gonna make, eat. I'll it. make I'll make my infamous tuna casserole that I never made. Come on, man. <laughs> Do you we need to have a casserole, casserole rotting somewhere. The what? You have the stuff for that rotting somewhere, just in a bag <laughs> in the floor in your living room. Yeah, <laughs> all the things that need to be refrigerated, I just left on the floor in the. In the living room. If you said that, I'd be like, eight oh, months okay. ago. But it's a social experiment. It's a vi- <laughs> yeah. Let's see if anyone deals with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. All right. What about you, uh, Evan? What'd you What'd you have? What'd you do for Thanksgiving? What I have? Um. What the hell did I do? Chinese I I, food. Yeah, like I don't Chinese food. You had some duck. I don't think I did. I think I just made like, uh. Chicken wings or something, maybe? And I might have had steakums. Steakums and eggs. That's what I had. Steakums, eggs, and rice. And gravy. I made onion any, gravy. Any yeast. You made a stir fry. <laughs> no nutritional yeast. <laughs> uh, so unnecessary. <laughs> I oh, I take no. it your laughter comes from <laughs> poor education, so I'm not gonna hold it against you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, what is, uh, what, Evan, what exactly is nutritional yeast? <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, they are yeast flakes, which is, you know, we'll say a formerly living form of bacteria plus, you know, flour or something. Uh, I'm making this up, by the way. This is what it looks like. And it has a very light cheese flavor. Which is why I put it in my eggs. Because I didn't have any cheese. What's the purpose of it? Is it is it for making bread? Is that what it's for? Or is, is no. Is it different from bread yeast? It's different from that. Uh, it's for, it's treated often as a nutritional supplement. It has a lot of B vitamins. Mm. Yep. Nutritional so. yeast. What would you normally do with it? Just add it in like you did for cheese. You could put it in in soups or on, as like a salad topper. I know you like that phrase. Uh, you could put it in as a substitute or as a uh, a complement to cheese. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not advocating for everyone to try it because it's you know it's not like a standout ingredient. But if you come by some, you know, give it a shot. Okay. Nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast. Yeah. I'm on board. Um, In Australia, it is sometimes sold as savory yeast flakes. 
Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just add milk. Those are those Freak assholes who like... eat Vegemite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Has anyone had a Vegemite? I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I feel like it just tastes like salt. Like yes. A thick salt. So like it's a brown salt paste. Yeah, it's just a thick brown salt paste. See, that might actually be good. I don't think it tastes like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who doesn't like salt? I mean, it's a lot of salt. Too much. We'll mm. have to get some. Michael, we'll get when Evan comes to town, we'll get some. We'll sit I'm going to put this in my green bean casserole. That's right. Uh, I substituted yeah. the, the cream and mushroom soup for, for Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus oh, sorry. Yeah. For, you're it's right. Like, ah! I'm going to replace the tuna with, with nutritional yeast. It's, like, gonna... it's quite dry, <laughs> but uh, if you can get past that. It's significantly awful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. that and your heart racing from all the sodium. <laughs> It'll be a okay. Mm-hmm. Evan, did you work on Friday? Did I work? Yes. He's like technically yes. Yes, I, I I did work, and there were very few people logged in. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a slower day. Logged in, booted on. Yep. All that. Yep. All right. Communicating. All right. Ones and zeros and shit. Got mm-hmm. it. Um other than that, uh should be of no surprise to you guys. I bought some more mice. So those will be some of them are from uh from from China. So they might not be here until like Christmas, New Year's time, but uh, I'll let you know when they arrive. Mm. And this one here, I'm holding. This is a this is a wireless Logitech G900 that I got uh, secondhand used on a Reddit uh, subreddit for selling mice. This mm-hmm. was thirty dollars shipped, which is fantastic. This nice. is this is the older version. However, um, there's there's a G903. And the only difference is that supports uh, Logitech's wireless mousepad charging, so you never have to plug it in. But otherwise, the the internals and the shape and everything is the same. And that is normally like a hundred and twenty dollar mouse, so thirty bucks, not too bad. Uh, really, I wanted to scavenge the scroll wheel from this and put it in another mouse because it's a great scroll wheel. And to buy the wheel new is $35. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take the whole mouse for 30 bucks. Hmm. But I'm using it, and uh, it's quite nice. So Wireless, I'll just have huh? to buy another one. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, Logitech Wireless is fantastic. Hmm. They've come a long way, then. They have. Yeah. All right. Other than that, Spent money, Black Friday, Christmas stuff, lots of money. There were some good sales. I kind of regret not getting a new phone, but it it might have been a hassle. Best Buy had the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL for $400 off, Mm. which is basically half price. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, my phone is really old, and I don't use it for much, but the camera on the Pixel 3, like, can rival, you know, a $2,000 DSLR. 
And, and just earlier today, I was like, man, I should buy a new DSLR. And I'd be like, fuck, I should have bought that phone. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, we'll see if it goes on sale, like, in another year. Sure, maybe it's on sale today. Go get it. They got Cyber Monday coming up. That's true. There might be something else. But the the $400 off was only on Thursday and Friday. Oh. Uh, Apparently, from every ad and post that I've seen. However, a call would not you, be uh, outrageous. Would you look at BJ's? Huh? Best Buy? Best Buy, yeah. Yeah. Did you look at the place that me and Michael went to? Michael dragged me to. It was awesome. In New York? LA? New York? New York? B&H Photo? Yeah, yeah, B&H. Uh, no, I did not. They do have some good sales, though. I saw some posts. Um... Cyber Jews photo? Yes. Dude, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't realize that was their heritage. So I saw some Reddit posts about it. They're like, B&H photos run by Jews, so it's closed on the Sabbath. I was like, what the fuck? But then, like, they're like, actually, yeah, yeah Jewish owners Jewish. and everything. Yeah, like, Jewish. And I was like, no one freaked out about this post. And they're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. What? Okay. <laughs> Like, I learned can't, something can't today. About that. This, can't <laughs> Nazi about shit. <laughs> no, they're Jewish. They're like dude, we went in there. Yeah. It's like filled, filled with Hasidic Jews in there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I learned something today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Evan, uh, I don't know if it. You might want to check out Verizon. Mm-hmm. Verizon Wireless. They have uh, end Sunday two hundred dollars off the Pixel Three and the Pixel Three XL. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't know if I want to spend six hundred dollars, but I I probably should have spent four hundred. <laughs> Assuming I could have even done anything, you know, without my dad there, like approving because his account. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I've got some checking to do. Right. Yeah. But other than that, not much comes to mind. Mm. Watch any movies, any TV shows. I I rewatched uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The fuck is that? It's it's Harry an extended Harry Potter universe movie slash book by J.K. Rowling. One. I heard the new one is trash. I I heard it was disappointing because there was it's just setting up for the third movie basically. But if you're into, you know, the whole wizards and magic and stuff like that, then it's still a, an okay movie. Mm. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. It's probably been like two years since I've seen a movie in theaters, so maybe I'll I'll treat myself. A little bit of self-love, you know? Self-care. Affirmations. Wizardry. Mm. All the good stuff. Mm. Plus, Johnny Depp is in it, so that's cool. Ugh. What do you have against Johnny Depp? It's Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Dude, have you seen... Uh, you guys know Lonely Island, right? Adam... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was about to say Adam Sandler. It's not him. The other guy, Andy Samberg. Uh, you've seen the one with the Captain Jack Sparrow video, right? Yeah. Hilarious. With, uh, yeah, with... I want to say it's Eric, it's not Eric Clapton. No, it's it's not Michael Bolton. Yeah, it's Michael Bolton. Is it my, okay? Yeah. I have not Evan because well, well I'll I'll have to get a link for that at some point that. and send it on over because it's great. It's like yeah. this dude was singing about Jack Sparrow again. What the fuck? Hmm. Anyways, 
that's that. If I see the movie, I'll let you guys know for sure. Fair enough. James? How was your um, week weekend? How was your Thanksgiving? I heard you spent it in a new location. Yeah, my mom bought a house in Delaware, so I was in Delaware with her. Uh, Delaware. Yeah, Is it closer time-wise than her other place? It's closer. It's closer than so. It's for me. It's closer. Uh, it's about an hour and a half away, if mm-hmm. that, in traffic. Maybe, maybe actually, maybe an hour, like without traffic. And then uh, the other one was uh, it's a, it's forty five minutes away from my stepfather's kids in Philly. So it's a it's a good century located for to connect to all of, all of us. So they bought that house. They still own their other house in Virginia and. Uh, they're gonna keep both houses. So, uh, for so is one going to be summer home? I know we we briefly touched on this, like no, no. rental properties or timeshare scams going on. Uh, one's just gonna be empty <laughs> when they're not there. But I guess they want they wanted a place to get away to when they could. You know what I mean? So I guess you know they picked this. It's kind of couldn't have found like community. a Groupon for bed and breakfast or something. You know, I can't. I'm sure th- their reasoning is good. You know. Right. But eh, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Well, actually, this could be very beneficial because that's sort of the middle ground between the split Amazon HQ, DC and New York. Uh, yeah, I mean, once Amazon moves in, it's just so that's that real estate has the potential <laughs> for for being very valuable in the coming years. Yeah, yeah you guys heard where they're where they're moving, right? Crystal yeah. City. Yep. So, like ten years ago, more than that, maybe fifteen years ago, I kept hearing people talk about Crystal City, Virginia. I was like, "This place just pop up out of nowhere." Apparently, it's like a tech hub, and I only went down there for a mall, like to go to a mall one time. But anytime someone says Crystal City, I'm like, "Eh, that's a dump." Did you go to the fashion center? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. It was so long ago. Crystal City used to be really nice. Is it not anymore? Is it now a dump? I'm sure it's crowded. I don't know if it's a... I don't know what I'd call it now. Crystal City. Straight out of the Wizard of Oz. Well, I don't know if it's the same mall I'm thinking of, Evan. I went to the Fashion Center at Pentagon City. So, probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah. And I don't know... I saw some, you know, there were some posts online like, I don't know where they're going to find the real estate for that. Crystal City's fucking packed. Because apparently they're, now it's probably between both locations, but they're trying to have like 20,000 employees. Well, they have to just buy out a bunch of stuff or build a whole new facility out there. That's true. Maybe the city will cut them a deal for like buying up unused warehouse space, if that's even a thing. I mean, Crystal City, I would be surprised if Crystal City is packed. Crystal City probably has a bunch of there's probably a bunch of defense contractors out there who are in various locations and kind of strange like like in offices, but nobody has a campus or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I think they'll either build a campus from scratch or they'll just take like one whole building and gut it and blow it out. You know what I mean? But I think they're gonna. I mean, it's Amazon. They're gonna build something, dude. Yeah. Because they got all that money back. Fucking, they got all that Trump money back. Where's my Trump money? Trump, Trump. <laughs> dude, I was reading about working there. It sounds awful. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's everything I've heard is sounds really really bad. And like, I don't even mean a, I don't even mean working at the warehouse, which does sound awful. 
Okay. I was going to ask mean, you like, if you meant that or like a developer. Yeah, I mean, anybody. They're like, every six months, everyone reviews everyone, and the person with the lowest review by his peers gets booted. I thought that was Netflix, or maybe they do it oh, also. It, you're right. It's, it is Netflix. Because I, I know Netflix was like, gar- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's they, garbage. You're right. You're right. That's Netflix. They yeah. do something different. They do okay, something, I was, yeah, I'm yeah, getting them mixed up. <laughs> they do something gangster. They're gangster, too. Uh, I don't know, but I, I don't know Amazon. I, everything I've heard is like Amazon is like a very demanding environment. It's hard, hard to work there. Oh, but yeah, no. I mean, you're right though, Evan. At the at the factory floor, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know the 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 warehouses. Yeah, people it's like in bottles because the bathroom's yeah. too far away. Yeah, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to take a bathroom break because I'll get in trouble. Like, really, bro? Yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Not kind of. It's very ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's not kind of ridiculous. It's, real, it's very ridiculous. Yeah, mild dude. I'd be in, I'd be in trouble. I'd nah, be man, he just wears like I got these sick rubber pants, bro. Just fucking let it go. I don't Straight. wanna. I don't wanna <laughs> do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> like now, it's just a the mess. Boss. Just a yeah. mess. <laughs> oh, but it's got to be. I can't imagine it being an easy job keeping AWS running. You know, not to mention their whole like shipping logistics and everything like that Amazon does and the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Hey James. So, uh, what did you have for Thanksgiving? What do, what do black people eat? Um, it's like chitterlings and all kind of wild shit. Or is it like, chitter- what is a chitterling? What is <laughs> I, don't a chitterling? I don't know. It's like, a, it's, like a little, it's like a little creature that wanders around or something. I don't know. Those are oh, chitons. Oh. Yeah. Is it chitterling a thing? No, it's a, it's it a is a thing. Intestine, yeah, that, it's a, yeah. It's part of the pig. Chitterling, the smaller I, intestines yeah, of a pig. Michael. That is, that is how it's spelled. It's not how it's pronounced. Chitlin. Chitlin. Chitterlings. Stop! 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 <laughs> Chitlin. <laughs> not chitterling, motherfucker. Chitlin. Chit. Turlings. He's doing. He knows how it's pronounced, asshole. No, I thought chitlin. it was different things. Ah, oh, it's chitlin, chitlin. Oh, I'm sorry. They pronounce it two completely different ways, and it's no, the same I mean, fucking it, thing. If you think about the how the word is said, it's just said from people saying it all the time. The same. They're saying it really chitlin, fast. Chitlin, 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 yeah, yeah. chitlin. You know I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but yeah, no, I right. never heard anyone say chitterling unless they read it and they didn't know what the fuck they were saying, like you just did. So it's not how it's not, not how it's pronounced. Um. Yeah, no, we didn't have any fucking chitlins. <laughs> We're not assholes. Although I know some people have chitlins for Thanksgiving. Really? I, just, I it's so we're gonna step talk about one. This clean later. it with a garden hose. Yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about <laughs> it later. But just to go along with something else, we're gonna talk about in a little bit. It, chitlins are fucking hard to clean, and they make your house smell like ass. You know, I've been somewhere where they were preparing chitlins, and it's like a fucking multi-hour process, and. You're basically got a you basically cleaning out a, a small intestine, so it's like your house, your fucking house smells like rancid shit, you know. And I don't know why you'd eat it. I mean, it's I get when you're a slave, you're like gotta eat these fucking gotta eat these parts of masaletta have. <laughs> like I get it, and I'm, I'm, we're, I'm, we're making a light of it now, but that's what the reason behind chitlins and why it exists. Yeah, you know. But mm-hmm. as an adult now. In 2018, I'm not going to even force myself or pretend that I need to go have chitlins. You know, it's disgusting. The whole concept is disgusting. I've had it once. It's just like a vinegary madness. It's 
I, it's an acquired taste. I'm sure some people are like this is delicious, but no, I can't. I can't. I can't abide it. I can't. Mike's it like takes an hour to chew. Tastes like vinegar. Yeah, it's like you know what. So <laughs> yeah. the thing I hate in um pho, the Bible tripe. Yeah. Or the tendon. I it love almost, tendon. I hate tendon. It has like it not like tendon, but you know how tripe it's the same texture to me as tripe depending on how it's cooked Mm -hmm. you know it could be cooked to the point where it's mushy like a noodle but it's normally like that tripey you know halfway between a rubber band and cartilage yeah i'm not a fan well not cartilagey less more between rubber band and noodle somewhere in there so you can bite through it easily but it's the mouth feels off-putting to me yeah you know some people enjoy it but no, we had my mom bought a turkey last year that she froze. It was pre cooked. She froze it all this year. She pulled it out, put it in the oven. She like she they traveled to this empty house, this abandoned house in, in Delaware. <laughs> Squatters rights. Yeah, they've been squatting it for a few months to to gain access to the house. You know, they she she brought everything. She just traveled up here with everything, but mostly all cooked, and then she made stuffing and gravy on site. And we had that, and we ate in a weird. It was like the first year we ate. We ate like me, my stepfather, and her. We all sat in different chairs because they had one table there that my grand they got from my grandma. It was weird, but it was cool. It was a good. It might have been best Thanksgiving we had in a long time because it was just the three of us. Felt um, like family. Well, yeah, it felt. I mean, it's kind of shit you see like on a TV. Bag. <laughs> it's the kind of shit, kind of shit. He's so proud of you. This idiot has feelings. He's yeah. sentimental. Yeah. It, it is the kind he of loves his mom and shit. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> idiot. Call Hallmark. <laughs> All right. Look. Anyway. So yeah, we just did. We just did the basic stuff. Pretty simple. So it's um, mashed potatoes, that kind of shit too, or no? Uh, turkey, uh, greens. Um, greens what does that mean greens collard greens mustard greens greens. collard greens collard greens oh there you go see those are good i was looking i was looking for a a something different there we go something different something a little dark why don't you say you say a negro dish (laughs) (laughs) a collard dish i was actually gonna say that but it occurred to me that that people in the south might eat that just no matter what color they are. Yeah, I think they actually so. do. I, for me, it's like something black people eat, but I think people in the south, everyone eats collard greens. It's like normal. Um, but yeah, so collard greens, and then uh, what else? Uh, Not sure. So, I even know what a collard green is. It's just a tough ass green, dude. It's just like a tough ass leafy vegetable. You can hmm. boil the fuck out of it, but it tastes good if you season it right. You know. Um, Yams, mashed potatoes, no yams, corn, no potatoes, no corn. Pretty simple, you know. Simple. My mom forgot the mac and cheese. I was teasing her. I was like, "You probably left it just on the on the living room floor." She's like, "I don't know where it is. It's pretty just out. I don't know what happened. Probably on the top of my car in the garage or something." You know, like she, she, she didn't know where it was. <laughs> so we'll have to go back home to that surprise. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was simple though. The turkey was good though. I mean, she gave—I got a huge chunk of turkey. She gave me a bunch of turkey, nice greens, and like half a pie. The Moist, pie is, dry turkey. What kind of pie? Um, sweet potato. Sweet potato, of course. Yeah. Sweet potato. Hmm. Yeah, this is another thing. That's another thing. I, I, so just to compare what we talked about earlier about the green bean casserole, sweet potatoes 
sweet potato pie and green bean casserole are almost very similar. So white people are like, pumpkin pie, man. That's how you do it, you know? Sorry, I just did a really bad white person. I'm like, What's up, Chad? Guy. Yeah, Tobin, let's have some potato pie. No, so See, I don't know about that, Chet. No. Okay. So <laughs> most of the white people I know, they're like pumpkin pie. That's the way to go. Most black people I know, and this is like something in my family. It's sweet potato pie. But a lot of black people, depending on where you are from, northern or southern, mm-hmm. you're like pumpkin pie northern, sweet potato pie southern. You know, I asked my family in Pittsburgh, they're like, no, pumpkin pie. What's a sweet potato? They don't even know what the fuck it is. You know, except you say yams. They're like, oh, you know, but otherwise they don't know. So I think that I think sweet potato pumpkin pie hit that breakover moment where it became a thing that like, oh, yeah, we anyone can have this, you know, but casserole hasn't hit that yet. It hasn't hit that moment where it's like, oh, everybody can enjoy this, you know, but it's kind of weird. I think enjoy that. is the, you know, that's a. Yeah, it, maybe it's like, good. I don't know. I've never fucking had it. It sound, so. doesn't sound good. It sound good. <laughs> sounds Evan, like what? What? Compare and contrast a Stop yam discriminating and a, against my culture and a sweet potato. <laughs> my culture of green bean casserole. Yeah, right. So I, they're very much the same. I think genetically they're different. But I will say this: sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie is like politics, like Republicans and Democrats. Ninety-eight percent the same very polarizing, often leads to violence. I myself will eat both, though I prefer pumpkin pie. I don't know that I've ever... i probably had sweet potato pie. I just don't really remember. You've had it at my house, you asshole, a million times. <laughs> well, there you go. That wasn't pumpkin? Oh, yeah, that wasn't pumpkin pie. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me. Mom! Mom! I'm black! <laughs> exactly. Um, no, no, I mean you, I've had sweet potatoes before. No, you've definitely had sweet potato you know? pie because if you if you oh okay yeah you've I know I've given it to you. Well, I've, yeah, I've probably had it from you. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, That's Evan fine. might not have had any just because he's been traveling a lot of the time during the holidays. But I mean, for the most part, you've probably had it with me. I've um, never had your mom's sweet potato pie, but I've yeah surely had it before. So my mom told me she made she's like I made this sweet potato pie with no sugar. No sugar like normal, like I normally put in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't say this to her. She ended up saying to me later. She like knew what I was thinking. But the color was even off, you know? Because mm. normally her sweet potato pie is very, it's almost a golden brown or darker mm-hmm. crust on top. And that's from the sugar burning, right? you know? So because she didn't use any sugar, she used artificial sweetener instead. It doesn't do that at all, and it tastes a little like, eh, you know, it's okay, but it's not great. And I told her, I was like, it's not your usual goodness. And she's like, yeah, I know, it's because I was trying to do a no sugar thing, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. I think it's, I think you, I've had a lot of sweet potato pie that's just like really bad, you know. And pumpkin pie, I, even though I don't like the taste of pumpkins, except for in my lattes. Um, and everything that is not everything that's pumpkin spice related, but that is not a pie. Um, even though I'm not a huge pumpkin fan, I to me a pumpkin pie is not sweet. It just didn't taste sweet, right? You know, and I've had sweet potato pies that are just like ugh. And I realized it's because my mom puts like a fucking bag of sugar in every pie. 
So that's why to me, I'm like, this is delicious. You know, it's just like, you're like, oh, this is really salty. It tastes great. You know, <laughs> this is really sugary. It tastes great. You know, and it's probably horrible, but it just tastes like sugar. So I love it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, why do we like French fries? The salt. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a vehicle for the ketchup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a exactly. mayo chup. Yeah, actually, we're we're going to talk about that. Thank you for. I just reminded myself, and you reminded me too. No problem. Pick some up. I, now, you, I will. I I'll tell you. Page. Yeah. One thing that I do find utterly disgusting that both of you may love is actually something mentioned earlier: sweet potato casserole. Like the mashed sweet potatoes with the melted marshmallows and everything, I find that disgusting. So I know what you're talking about. I I don't think I've ever had that. Okay, I've seen that, but I've only seen it in movies about your people. Like I, to me, like I think that's the only way I've ever seen it. It's like a white people thing. They're like they're like, oh yeah, this is. I consider that a black people thing, honestly. It might be a black people thing. I don't know anybody. I don't know any black people who make it. My, sweet, like, you oh. said sweet potato casserole? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no. It's like it know. has marshmallows on it, and it's kind of like, it's like, I don't know. I can't, I can't explain it. But There's like two it bags of brown sugar in every pan of that shit. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a super <laughs> thing. Well, I'll bet it yeah. tastes great. I mean, I, I if it's anything like what I think it is, it probably tastes awesome, but I don't think I've ever had it. Or if I have, I don't remember it. It's like if you want to go into a diabetic coma at an office party, that's your dish. Yeah, yeah. you know, I may have had it at something like that. Yeah, like it's in- all, it's often at, you know, potlucks or office party get to get get togethers or stuff like that. Yeah, I'll be I'll be having one of those in a couple of weeks at work. Well, so. I'll keep an eye out. I'll be yeah. We, yeah. I'll be loading just, up. We had ours. It's quite good. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Nice. What'd you bring? Nothing. Nothing. He's like, I gave him twenty bucks. No, I didn't <laughs> give him anything. I didn't give him anything. I, I was it company sponsored. Just brought my appetite. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think what happened was not enough people participated, so they they brought they knew you know they put out a thing and says let us know if you're bringing something in. And I think not enough people participated, so they just brought in. They they ordered a bunch of stuff like they had like wings from Mission Barbecue, which were fucking off the hook. Mm. Um, macaroni and cheese from Mesh and Barbecue was just fucking off the hook. Um, they had, and then other people brought in, like, for some reason, people were like, you know what? We need two uh, cracker and salami platters. Like, get the fuck out of here with this. <laughs> Why <laughs> One for each side of the table. Luck? Yeah, no, and of course, nobody touches it because who sits down at Thanksgiving? They're like, you know what? I need a tiny ass fucking moose knuckle of fucking salami <laughs> and a and a fucking rich butter cracker like it's nobody wants for that. adults yeah nobody wants that james so brought, what are you bringing to to what's her name's thing who's what's her name yusinia or you're not bringing anything what thing i got an invite that says we're having a thing at this house please oh, sign up to bring something do i have to bring something is that new i don't know maybe you're the best man so you don't have to bring anything i don't know or something the best the men, man. the best women, or I'm whatever. A I don't brides, know. I'm a bridesmaid. <laughs> You're a bridesman? A brides gentleman, or whatever it's called. <laughs> it was a very sophisticated, very masculine name for it, and I forgot what it was. Um, Girly man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. If I if I have to bring something, I'll, you know what? I'll make a uh, a trifle. I'll make a trifle. 
I haven't made a trifle in a long time. I'll, wor- I'll make my world famous tuna casserole. Oh, <laughs> fucking Addy. <Hattie. laughs> you're going to bring 20. Here's 20 bucks. You know? <laughs> here's a bottle of $5 wine I found at the gas station a block away. It's like, yep. oh, Happy okay. birth, miss. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So. Let's let's jump into news here. What do we have going on? Let's let's get this party started. All right, I got a couple articles here. The first one talking about some snowflakes over in the UK once oh, again. Boy. A couple weeks ago, maybe maybe it was a couple months ago, we talked about uh, University of Manchester banning clapping because it might be triggering to some students. Well, Leeds Trinity College of Journalism or the journalism department, at least at the Leeds Trinity College. Uh, has suggested to its staff members to not use capital letters because uh, it might scare the students into failure or otherwise trigger them. Now, this isn't like using proper punctuation. This is saying like on an exam, like, like all you, caps, like don't you must up. complete all sections. Yeah, basically. Um, uh. But they were urged not to do that because it might give students some anxiety. You know. Um, some of this one of the staff members. Evan, are you subscribed to the Snowflake Daily or something? Like, what is going on? It calls to me. You know, I I seek it out for uh, confirmation bias. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thankfully, the staff itself, not the you know administration, uh, they're against it. They're saying. You know, one staff member said, we're not doing our students any favors with this kind of nonsense. It just contributes to the to the further snowflaking. I'm I'm making that part up. But they do mention uh, sort of the snowflake society. Yes. So just to to rewind about a minute or so, the University of Manchester Student Union placed replaced clapping with jazz hands in a bid to prevent people suffering from anxiety or sensory issues. So, once again, quote-unquote higher education is uh, attempting to cater to the lowest common denominator, which they should not. Those people should be weeded out. That is the purpose of college. I mean, they have to learn that life is, that the world is fucking uh, a hard, fucked-up place. And in the real world, nobody gives a shit about your anxiety. And clapping. Like, nobody gives a shit. I had a thought about this the other day, actually. Do you think that the whole no child left behind policy sort of kicked this off because it it made everyone feel like they were worthy and they should be advancing, you know, no matter what their grades or, or intellect or capabilities were. So now that they're getting older... They're like, oh, this isn't how the real world works. I'm not okay with this. I'm going to cry. I'm triggered. You have to give me stuff. You have to treat me you know, as an equal, but I'm superior because I'm me. Is that where this started? I mean, I don't know if it was no child left behind or just the human condition. Like human beings, we just, we have, you know, some people just think that they know what's best for other people. And, you know, you have like, I think, okay. So I actually just came up with a better idea of how, what I, my, my hypothesis on this. If you look at America as a land of plenty, okay, a land where you have the ability to, like, I'm going to buy, like, 65 mice 
for not mm-hmm. for any reason, not because yep. I'm going to use them, but because I love mice. Because I can totally reasonable. Yep. I have a good job and I can afford to do it, and I'm an adult. That's nothing wrong with that. Okay, or like me, like I have sixteen hundred dollars worth of internet spaceships, you know, <laughs> that aren't real, and that that's it. That's but you I, enjoy them. But I enjoy them. Okay. Um. So. If you look at the America like that, we live in a country where you could basically just like have whatever, you know, like nothing is unattainable or out of reach if you have the money to do it. And I think that spreads out into the way that parents raise their kids. You know, they're like, yeah, you should if you want something, you should get it. You should have it. If something isn't right or you go to the restaurant and it's wrong, you need to complain. You know, if something is broken or and this is. It's you know, not your fault. It's their fault. It's their fault, and you have to. You gotta. You gotta throw a fucking fit about it, and make sure you get your way. You know. And I think if you look at it like that, like if you think of the mind, take the mindset of like the customer is always right. The customer always is always right. Then people, everyone's gonna think they're important. And then we also, besides all that other stuff, you have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram <clears> and all those <throat> things that kind of raise the individual over the many. So. This so everyone, everyone, even whether you have one follower or forty million followers, everyone's like, "Here's my important aspects of my life. I'm gonna raise it up above everybody else's." And their even if it's just in their mind, they raise that space up, and it's like this is their space. So we're a their space country, you know. We're like a a one country for the one. So I think if you think of it like that, all these other little things they make sense, like all these ways these people act and this snowflakery and all this kind of shit. You know, and then the echo chambers and stuff like that is echo chambers are a great way for for people who are like the one who's like afraid of clapping. You know, it's like, you know, he's going to, you know, he, that person can find someone else who's just like him or someone who's a similar issue or someone who who just wants to be part of something, which is what the deals with a lot of these. And my biggest problem with the whole clapping thing is. My stepfather, and I think we talked about this before, but. I asked him about real about he played airsoft with me for about like two or three times and I asked him, do you want to go shooting or shoot real guns? He's like, no, I don't want to be around any real guns. I said, why not? He's like, because I had enough of real guns when I was in Vietnam. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a legitimate reason. He doesn't want to hear loud gun noises, you know, like claps or whatever. Like he's that stuff trigger. It doesn't trigger him, but he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to be around it. You know, if it, it might, happens, the smell of burnt gunpowder with the I mean, receiver, maybe, maybe so, back, you know? you maybe know? so, but it's understandable, you know? like you said. Yeah. So there's legitimate reasons for this. <laughs> and then there's like obviously illegitimate ones where you have no basis in reality. You're like, it makes me uncomfortable. You know, I'll give you a good another good example at work. OK, overhead lights give me a headache. Fluorescent bulbs give me a fucking migraine. OK. For at some point in time, someone started leaving the lights off in the office. So I had a rule. If the lights were off, I celebrated. If the <laughs> lights were on, I was a shitty curmudgeon. I never said, turn the lights off. And if I would, as a rule, I never would touch the lights. I would never allow myself to touch the lights. And if people said, I want the lights on, I would not say anything to them. I would mutter to myself but I would never make it known that I was upset and that I was having a hard time, you know? Now, I'm not saying that that's the right way to do it. Like, there's obviously medical things and medical avenues I need to approach, but I think you have to realize it's not one person overall. The The world isn't for you, James? Yeah, the world isn't for you. When you die, no one's going to care. 
It's not gonna matter. No one's gonna remember your fucking name. <laughs> this guy's like, when you die, oh stop, man. We're just talking about lights in the office. Now he's like, when you die. <laughs> No one yeah. will remember your face. You- like, relax, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, you gotta get you some gamer glasses. Yeah, yeah no. some Gunnar gamer glasses. I had those, but then I had some fake ones. Anyway, I yeah, know you so, had some uh, fake I get, ones. I get what you're talking about, Evan. But I understand you have trained your office via uh, Skinner's classical conditioning to leave the lights off. I mean, if they I don't just- want to deal with curmudgeon James. Well, I don't like I said I don't make it known. There's like three people around me who know it, and they all leave the lights off. Like they just don't care. But the rest of the people, they don't know that I don't like the lights on or off. Now it just so happens that we're I'm. It's like there's five of us in the section where the lights are on or off. But our area is a huge empty area. So when the lights are off, a lot of lights are off. But everyone else has offices, or they have a whole section running down the other side of the building that have lights on. So the people really aren't affected, but it's psychological because our airspace is huge. So I don't know, whatever. You know what I was just reminded of when we worked together, you, you had this same problem back then. And I remember you, you know, talking about it and you went to some very creative lengths to block out the light, including using disassembled computer boxes placed precariously on the top of your cubicle to block out the light. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I hated. I made like a like I turned my cube into like a fucking shanty town. He could have, he could have, he could have, he could have bought blue blue blockers, but instead he installed an awning of cardboard. So yes. they, so I, so a couple people have entertained that now, and the girl who's next to me, she's like, oh, you can get like an all black like cloth and put around your thing. And that'll give me an excuse to get a pink one because I want to make mine a princess castle. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's not the same. She's like, it's the same. I was like, okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. Good stuff. Well, best of luck with that. Uh, you probably should get that checked out since it's been going on for a couple of decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Some nope. people might consider that a chronic issue, but, uh, yeah. you know. You know. Might have to do with the whole eyesight thing. You can't see anything, and you know. Sounds like you're a fucking optometrist. <laughs> Ophthalmologist, thank you. Uh, ophthalmologist, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't your eyes shaped like footballs or some shit? Did you know Bashar al-Assad was an ophthalmologist? Who's that? The dictator who's in charge of like Syria or whatever. Oh no, he I didn't. Wasn't, he was an ophthalmologist. Are there any dictators who are, are like retarded? Are they all smart? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't think anybody, you know, anybody retarded is anything. Retarded. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never amount to nothing. No, I don't. I mean, like, what do you like? You say, are they dick? I mean, what, like, what else could, what else would they be besides being special? You know, I don't know. I mean, like, Coney twenty twelve. You're not really, but like, killing or ruling through just brute force. You know. Like he means stupid. Like, he doesn't at, actually mean retarded. Like a, I guess a strong but. Down syndrome kids with brute strength. <laughs> you know, I actually, I'm actually thinking of a a dictator, but not a dictator who is probably not super smart. But I don't know. This is unfounded evidence. But uh, I was going to say 
whoever I don't know how to pronounce his name, but whoever the president <coughs> of the Philippines is. Oh, Suarte Duarte. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I don't think he's he's not. He doesn't strike me as an intellectual. Uh, he's not, but he's a brute force guy. Neither yeah, is Donald not. Trump. That doesn't mean he's stupid. Yeah, yeah he but he's not trying to like kill everyone who does drugs. <laughs> I mean, he's an American. That's why he's not trying to do that. He, Fair enough. He, he, if he, he was in the Philippines, he would definitely be doing that. Yeah, there's limits. There's limits to his power here, and I think he's just grown up in our society. But if he was, if he grew up there, he'd be Suarte or Duarte, whatever. And he mm-hmm. said, he said, oh, that I credit that guy. He said to the, the guy in the Philippines, he's like, I, I credit him for cleaning up the streets. And basically, okay. his, his way of cleaning up the streets was like, if you see murder, a drug murder, dealer, murder, murder. kill him on the site. You'll be yeah. all good. Yeah, like that's, you know, like if you if you see a guy smoking weed with his daughter, fucking murder them. Like you know? slit their throats. You have immunity. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's a horrible person. All right, what do we got next here? None like okay. Eye. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> as Mike pointed out, a, a blatant and hilarious Futurama reference. Uh, so apparently. Our president, Donald Trump, has consistently uh, insisted that making changes to save our climate will harm the economy and is therefore, uh, or therefore should be ignored. However, evidence recognized by no fewer than 10 federal agencies um, or endorsed, let's see, the, so the National Climate Assessment, which is the first time I've actually heard of that, as endorsed by NASA, NOAA, the Department of Defense, and 10 other federal scientific agencies, directly contradicts all the information that has been spewed by 45, as Mike's mom likes to refer to him. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, She's not the only one. Yeah. Uh, basically saying that if nothing is done in the next, I want to say... I might be paraphrasing too much, but in the next decade, then by the year 2100, which is far off, but pretty close, really, um, sea levels could rise between three and nine feet, which doesn't necessarily sound like a lot, but say goodbye to Ocean City, uh, say goodbye to some of California, North Carolina, he has gone, uh, Florida, basically all like the... Probably like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, they already had a problem with like a storm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, pretty drastic. There is a link to the full climate assessment. Um, but, you know, of course, we're hearing about this because news outlets are on top of what is not being reported or is sort of what's odd because this climate report was supposed to come out in two weeks at like a big scientific conference. But uh, for, for whatever reason it was ready and released on black Friday when everyone was like distracted by a hundred dollar off TVs and shit. So apparently that's a fairly common tactic to like slide in reports, you know, on uh, days where the news might be obsessed or, or covering other social events. Uh, but yeah, cli- I, and I was thinking about climate change. Like, how can we contribute? As uh, you know, Paulie Shore said in Biodomes, like, th- you know, act locally, think globally, or something to that effect. And that got me thinking: we should all use buy more glass. Glass is reusable, it's recyclable, looks cool. Uh, you know, I got a glass right here. I drank my. I'm drinking my energy drink that was in a consumable aluminum can, which I have zero intention of recycling. 
Um, but I'm drinking from a glass, which is nice. We should also buy more mason jars, because that's a very, you know, it's a white thing to do. Yeah, so say that's a very white hipster <laughs> thing to do, Evan. <laughs> have you seen the salads in mason jars? I have. I don't approve. <laughs> Number one, that's a really tiny salad. Number two, yeah. that's just, how are you going to get to that? You know, the three quarters of the shaft of your fork is going to be covered in dressing. You don't want to put your fingers on that. Come on. And you got to, yeah, you got to drink your salad. Get the fuck out of here. I just want to get that one cherry tomato at the bottom. It's stuck in there with all the excess Caesar dressing. Just just put the whole thing thing in the blender. Drink it. Yeah. With the the whole shatter that glass right there. (laughs) (laughs) Invest in Blendtec. There you go. That's right. That's the last thing on my list, Evan. Then I can die happy. But drinking glass? What the so fuck's no, wrong with you? No, a Blendtec blender. Oh, so low, dude, low you have a Vitamix and at least one other fairly expensive blender slash food processor. Why do you want a Blendtec? You know why. For the lulls? <laughs> sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah, they're cool. I mean, what? Yeah, Vitamix is great. I know it is. You don't use your Vitamix. You won't use a Blendtec. I didn't say I was going to use it. I said that, I wanted okay, it. That's fair enough. I have plenty of things that I bought that I do not use. I will allow it, but I must reinforce that it is a bad decision. Fair enough. I swear every three days I get a notice um, for something that wants me to update it, like my mouse. Really? I yes. guess Steel Series Engine. Update, oh. update, update, update. Like you know, bro. you can close that, right? Like you don't have. It doesn't have to start with your computer. Your mouse will remember the settings. I like oh. how. So I used to have version two of the software. Yeah, and it would. I'd always check it for updates. It'd be like, "Yep, you're up to date. Yep, you're yep. up to date." Then I didn't realize they've released version three. Mm-hmm. So they never said, "Hey, you want to upgrade to version 3? It's like, "If you're up to date." <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know, different different engines and whatnot, different. Uh, Anyways, James, I need to point something out that Mike just reminded me, and I'm sorry for exposing you, Mike. Uh Uh-oh. James. Yeah. Do you know this guy disables the thumb buttons on every mouse that he has? Yeah, I do. What the fuck? This was news to me. Yeah, he does. This is astonishing. Nope, it's totally a thing he does. So every time you go back in your browser, you move your mouse up, click the back arrow. All right, right, you click and hit back, but yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know you could do that. Um. Anyways, <laughs> why would you right click and hit back? I just hit the back button on the, on the thumb button. Like, like train your thumbs to not be fucking idiots, and you know, control your appendages. Hitting, stop, hit, stop hitting the button. Instead, you allow your fingers to be lazy, and you've that because of that allowing your lazy thumbs, you've perpetuated this thumb freedom movement in your home where you can do whatever you want. Your snowflake ass thumbs are just clicking every goddamn where. That's right. That's correct. We like freedom. Freedom, 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 oi. <laughs> freedom for all fingers, freedom to disable mouse buttons. That's right. I didn't fight in any war to defend that freedom. You didn't fight in any war at all. <laughs> and whose fault is that? Yeah. Society. Yeah. Thumb. Society didn't want me to fight. No, I don't know. <laughs> he says drunkenly, like, all right. <laughs> so my my he- uh, my wireless headset is critically low, Evan. Oh, you better plug it in. Yep, only two hours remaining. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to move on to the next article because it's mine. Please do. Uh, this is a, a little sadder note, but it's like it's like isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> so, a girl who was 13 years old who wrote an essay on gun violence is killed by a stray bullet. Now, was her essay pro or against gun violence? Uh, I think it, against. Uh-huh. Pro-gun. Pro she's NRA. Yeah. NRA <laughs> yeah. Shill. What a shill. Yeah, she's she a got black, what she deserved. She's a black inner city youth who's pro-NRA. <laughs> she also loves green bean casserole. <laughs> she probably does. She probably Blinders. fucking does. Um, Traitor. Yeah. I'm going to say about this. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So when she was in sixth grade, she wrote an award-winning essay about gun violence and crime in her hometown, Milwaukee. And then last week, or this past week, I should say, uh, she was fatally shot when someone outside fired a gun at her home and a stray bullet went into her bedroom. So did she write the essay like a year ago, or is she now 47? And she no, she wrote, wrote it two years ago, and okay. she is now dead. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, Mike. Sorry for laughing. God damn, Mike is so offended for the family. Like, what the fuck, man? This guy's like, she's now 47 and whatever. Like, she wrote like, an essay in 1973. She ain't nothing now. Michael, don't she let your did. emotions get the best of you, okay? She did. <laughs> you dead, Senka? I say she you, did. she did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, man, she's fucked up. I mean, it is what it is, dude. She lived in the hood. She lived in a fucked up place. What's gun violence in that area? It's probably out of control. Apparently, Milwaukee is fucking Beirut. Who knew? Dude, yeah, Wisconsin is a third world country. I did not know that at all. I did not know that like Milwaukee was a place where that kind of shit. I guess any inner city is a place where violence can happen. I didn't know there were black people in Wisconsin. Why does it have to be black? You know where there's a lot of black? <laughs> what do you mean? Why is it <laughs> not a lot of black? You know what Wisconsin has a lot of? What? Muslims. Oh, yeah, a lot of Muslims. I thought See, they were in Detroit. Oh, yeah, they are in Detroit. That is a thing. I don't know about... That is a thing. I think they're also in Wisconsin, but needs more research. Hmm. They're getting into the heartland. They can fucking Islamophobia. So they can convert everyone. (laughs) Convert them to radioactive dust. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Muslims, Jews, uh, Democrats. Liberals, uh, Arabs, yeah, yeah, exactly. All yeah. the classics hit all the hit all the marks. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, it's just fucked up, man. She's real fucked up. That kind of got me thinking. Have either of you seen the movie The Black Klansman? I have not seen it. Pretty good. I have not. Pretty good. I have not. I've yet to see Get Out. I haven't I, seen that either. I, I saw that. That was good. It looks like it's going to make me really uncomfortable, so I just haven't seen it. I have to get up the nerve to watch it. Mike, is it kind of like the Skeleton Key, but better? Uh, Yeah, sort of. Okay. I haven't seen that either. We watched it in your basement. Uh, I was asleep. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure I was. That sounds about right. All right, what's this? Uh, who's is someone's hero? Someone's music hero is in trouble. Yeah, my hero. 
No, okay. So, <laughs> so that's Celine Dion. So six nine, aka Takeshi six nine, aka Young Wheezy. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> no, that's someone else. Um, so the article says facing life sentence for charges including gunpoint robbery, and I've been seeing some great memes the last few days about this. Like, have you, know, you guys seen? Have you guys seen the Pokemon? Is it Poke? No, it's Pikachu. It's a Pikachu meme no. where it's like blah blah, and then it's like it's like <gasps> like it's like all oh, surprised, yeah, yeah. like oh, yeah. it's fucking great. And the Brazzers one. Oh Is yeah, Brazzers or Blacked? It's one of those. I think I saw Brazzers, but yeah. yeah. Either way, same same difference. It's like one very petite white chick on a couch, surrounded by like seven black dudes, but someone put his face on on the chick. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I saw, I saw, I heard of this. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna let you finish. You're gonna mansplain it, mansplain <laughs> it to the rest of us. Let me, let me mansplain. <laughs> I got okay. I gotta write down a link for this. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, the article that I saw about this used a term that I've gained a new appreciation for, and uh, they said he was a per- he was perfect. A perpetrator racketeering. I was like, "What is this? 1930?" Yep. So yeah, last, racketeering. Uh, racketeering and firearms charges. Yeah, racketeering. That's a great term. You can you can finish now. Sorry about that. Oh no, that's fine. So yeah, I mean Evan, Evan got it right. I mean he's been arrested for racketeering and firearms. Uh, by the way, his real name is Daniel Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, uh, faces a possibility of life in prison. It says the guy's ex manager, Shoddy. Okay. Hey, Shoddy. S H O T T I E. As a, as well as his associates. Oh, my God. We we need some names like this. So, yes. <laughs> Crippy Ish Mel Murda and Foo Banga were also arrested. Yeah. So well, if I guess if we had names like that, we'd be arrested too. So, so apparently he was part of some faction of the Bloods. Okay. Uh, and he is apparently no longer with them. But I don't know if that's the kind of thing you can just separate yourself from. So there might be some. Well, there will be some incidents in prison. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, Evan, you know that. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but I like it. James, that's a thing, right? Yeah, blood in, blood out. Yeah, yeah. That just mean like you're you're in for life. Uh, kinda. <laughs> like they jump you in and they kill you out. I mean, they definitely jump you in. Uh, I'm not sure about. I don't know if there is an out other than yeah, maybe they kill you out. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So they said yeah, he's it's been. From, it's from. It's a movie. It's an old movie. Vatos locos. Oh well, yeah, okay. Puntas, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Blood in, blood out. <laughs> it's an old gangster movie from back in the day. <clears throat> so he's charged with racketeering, racketeering conspiracy, using and carrying firearms, participating in a gunpoint robbery, and violent crime in aid of racketeering. It says if he's convicted for the firearms charges, he'll face a minimum of thirty-two years behind bars. This is just more reason why trash people 
like this should not be idolized. There's a guy on YouTube. His name is Adam22. He runs the No Jumper podcast. He does some good interviews and everything. Runs a skate shop. But he hangs out with all these mumble rappers. Why are they garbage people? I'll I'll try to I'll find yeah some, I know, I know who this guy is because I've because I've seen his girlfriend or whatever yeah Lena the plug great uh-huh. name by the way um it's stupid but he does interviews of, of like you know eighteen year old dudes who are into mumble rap and his name's like you know it was a uh, fat Nick and Rexy you know like they're people like they should be talked about and they look oh like fucking trash people stop. Stop putting them on a pedestal. SoundCloud rappers, dude. Yes. And imagine you're one of them. You probably think like, oh, this is real life. You know, this is very important. This is who I am. In 10 years, are you going to have like Skittle colored hair and fucking 90,000 face tattoos? What are you going to do? Good luck. Trash people. So here's the thing. I think... The problem is, is what we talked about earlier, right? SoundCloud gives every asshole a point of view. And it used to be, back in the day, you you made a SoundCloud, nobody would come. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody would come. Nobody was fucking there. Now, if you, if the three of us put even like a modicum of production effort into a song, and then rapped over it, and ru- actually sit down for like a month and a half and wrote the raps out and try to make the most hot fire raps we could and post it up there, yo, we'd have fans. In like six months, people would be like swarming to that song, be like, this is the new shit, this is hot shit, you know? Like SoundCloud is a place now that, that you can find 13-year-old assholes who don't care about like the stuff that we care about. Like, progress is real, and it's happening. You know, our day's done. Like, what we think matters doesn't matter anymore. You know? Like, face tattoos and all that shit. That shit is fucking cool now, man. Like, these guys don't care. Looking like an asshole. There's a picture here somebody got that I found. And I don't know who's in this. I guess it's from 6 ix Instagram. But it says, the picture, it's a meme somebody said. It says, it says uh, these N-words come up to you and ask you to empty your pockets out. What do you do? And if you see the picture, dude, Takashi 6 9 he doesn't have a shirt on. And yo, if I punch this motherfucker, I'd cave his fucking chest in. Yes. Like, go to the fucking gym, okay? And then there's another black guy, a black guy next to him who's covered in tattoos. Another skinny motherfucker, yo, who just looks like a fucking punk bitch. And then some other dude whose hands, he's like, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Like, the best thing you can do for these guys is hit him with your car. <laughs> I agree. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Hmm. It's like, and that, so on this article, there's another little side article. It's like, read 6 9 opening for Nicki Minaj on Future's tour kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so at least, have, at least this never, person doesn't, doesn't like him. So I don't know. I don't know anything about him. So I've no, never just, heard any of his songs, I've only seen. They're all dumb videos about him talking shit to some west coast gangsters about respect and it's so ridiculous who's the gucci gang guy uh oh that's lil pump yeah oh yeah another dumbass name Mm -hmm. so i like the video of the white kids who are doing the gucci gang song 
I'm pretty sure I sent that to you guys before. Probably. It's, it's pretty good. It sounds awful. Like, it's so bad. Like, it'd be like if it was me and a bunch of people whiter than me. Like, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Like, just, just like that. Chitterling, chitterling, chitterling. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. what it's like. That's what it's like. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. Well, whatever. Good. Fuck this guy. Okay. Oh, it's like, know the difference. It's got a picture of Takashi 69 and it says, pedophile. Then next to it, it has a, has the icon for a PDF. It's like PDF file. You know the difference. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. Hmm. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, so there's little Zan. He's another one. They're like, he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. really depressed. He's I'm really depressed. No one likes my music. Like there was an article. It's like little little Zan's really upset because nobody likes his music. Because it's and, trash. He's yeah, a trash, trash person. So then there's, of course, the guy who that girl uh, who I was talking to for a little while put me on to, Little Peep. He's Lil dead. Peep, he's dead. His his beats are great. His lyrics are like, uh, um, but I like I like Little Peep. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I like Little Peep. He's covered in tattoos and shit like that, and he looks like a maniac, and he's very dead because he killed himself because he's weak. But, you know, that's that. And then there's... XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
are what are precursors to emo rap. I don't get like, that at all. Like early two thousand, early to mid two thousands. I can see that because most traditional rap was like bitches, drugs, money, violence, and those other rappers you just mentioned don't have like Eminem has none of that lineage. So his rap was all like real. It's like his life and his pain at being a white guy rapper trying to make it out of Detroit and his friends and his 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 story. You know what I mean? So I could totally see how he's a precursor to that. But he's not a goth rapper at all. He's not a Mm -hmm. emo rapper at all. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, next week we'll have the rap hour. But rap hour, rap hour, (laughs) rap hour. Perfect. All right. Um, what's next? Oh boy. So uh, I just want to mention this from last. This is not really a thing, but just from last week. Uh, you know, I was having connectivity issues, mm-hmm. and it turns out it was because of some. Uh, it turns out it, w- it was more than just me. It was a widespread issue in the uh, Washington D.C. area for FiOS. Someone hacked uh, the Gibson. I don't. I don't know what the hell the problem was. To be honest. Uh, but like this website that I found that has outage reports, um, any other day, there's usually less than a hundred outage reports, but on November 18th, which is last Sunday, there were almost 2000 outage reports. Dude, mm-hmm. look at that heat map and zoom in. Cause if you look at the heat map, you got to ask yourself, why wasn't James infected? Cause I wasn't affected. You zoom in. Columbia's like, boop, <laughs> just like <laughs> totally clear. <laughs> oh, weird. That's so strange, right? Yeah, but Ed was affected. That's weird. He told me he's like he's like, was your files out? I was like, yeah, like on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that is so weird. But yeah, he was he must have been just in the wrong place, like yeah. just on the line or something. That's yeah, crazy. Any word from files or was it like a? No, uh, I don't know. Didn't say anything. I tried googling it and. Uh, He's like, and I, it didn't I, work. Internet I, didn't work. No, <laughs> no. I mean, like today, I tried googling it. I didn't find anything. So, who the fuck knows? I never called them or anything. I mean, I was like, well, I I did everything I could. It's it's obviously above my level, so you know. Right. So I figured they'll they'll fix it eventually. You know. All right. Good enough. All right. Let's. What, what do we got? Entertainment. So much. Uh. So yeah, I put this first thing here just because this is hilarious. These guys were at a, an official curling curling event. No. You know, like almost Olympic level, but, you know, not. And so these guys, who, so one of them is actually a gold medal, gold medal winner at the 2014 Winter Olympics. They got kicked out of the Red Deer Curling Classic in Alberta. For it says they got too smashed and started breaking stuff and were eventually shown the door. <laughs> so they were there. They were there to compete and they got kicked out. That's great because <laughs> they were, were they, hammered. Was it for a title? Uh, I don't know. I guess it was. A, was it a or was it a not a title? Was it um, qualifier? Was it a qualifier? Uh, maybe I don't know. It doesn't really say. It just says a a professional curling tournament in Canada. So there's, there's a picture. It says the world. Oh, this is part of the World Curling Tour. So they had to forfeit their final match. 
there's a picture of a guy curling and he's got a cigarette in his mouth and he's like curling he's going down the ice with a cigarette in his mouth like a fucking thug yo oh my god that's pretty dope actually yo have you seen the memes about the the curling team the olympic curling team no what'd they say they're like they're like this looks like a group of dads who just started doing this like just for the hell of it and then they're like oh shit we're at the olympics so like what happened like, yeah <laughs> I totally get that. <laughs> like none of them look like they're in shape, or you know what I mean. Like like nothing. Like it's just like it's just like that kind of sport where it's like, eh, <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, I thought this was hilarious because also, of course, they're Canadian, and this is in Canada, and their one of their players is a is a gold medal winner from the last Winter Olympics. So. <laughs> Well, not the last one, but the one in 2014. So, freaking hilarious. Huh. So, when are we going to start playing curling, Evan? This seems like something you'd be you'd be all Fuck about. Fuck no! You're all about that other bullshit sport. What bowling? Well, that too. But what's the one that is it Maryland's known for? Lacrosse. Yeah, lacrosse is not a bullshit sport. Lacrosse trounces curling. I've never even heard of lacrosse except for like you mentioning like yeah I play lacrosse. Other than that, I don't know. The education system has failed you, my friend. Lacrosse is boys' field hockey, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) Another sport I've never seen played in my Uh, life. I've seen the white girls walking down the hall with, as I called it, with their weird sticks. I was like, oh, it's a stellar breadstick. Stellador breadstick, dude. You guys remember yeah. those? Yeah, they look like Stellador breadsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wearing the little skirts and stuff. It's like hockey mm-hmm. for women. I remember. They didn't wear skirts. Yeah, they did. Yeah, on game That's day. It. It's part of the uniform. Really? Oh, I should have watched those fucking games. I, I never saw a game. I just saw them walking around the halls that day. <laughs> He's uh, eyeballing them kneecaps. <laughs> they're battered to fuck, <laughs> and their calves were huger than mine. <laughs> Yeah, some bulky chicks played played field hockey in high school when I was a kid. All right, uh, okay. So the next one's mine. Those two are all both on Netflix. So you guys, if you don't have Netflix, nothing to click on. Um, so I'm just gonna quickly mention this. Two things that I really kind of uh, ha- have been enjoying: uh, the Patriot Act, featuring Hamaj Nimahaj, Namaj Hanaj, Snasaj Mijaj, Hassan Minaj. That's his name. Hassan Minaj. I had to go look. Hassan, Hassan Minaj. So basically, it's a John Oliver-esque uh, show for Netflix where he talks about one or two topics for about an hour or 45 minutes. Uh, but there, it's really good, really well done. His comedy is biting. You know, like, very edgy. like <laughs> Very edgy, but good. And not edgy in a bad way, but edgy in a good way. Um, some of it's like, you're like, ugh, that hurts, you know, but it's good. <laughs> so, um... If you have Netflix or you have other methods to get it, worth watching. Uh, and it's, you know, obviously, most people have Netflix and it, no, not most people have HBO. So if you want something similar to John Oliver, which is really good, then you can get that with the Patriot Act. It's very good. It's like stand-up comedy, not not a sit-down. It's a different format sort of than The Daily Show or uh, John Oliver, which is like a classic kind of Tonight Show type deal. This is like he's standing in the middle of a room kind of doing like a stand-up sort of thing, but he's talking about current news with video and infographics and stuff. So is uh, he a comedian or he just ha- – he says, you know, he's a he comedian, inserts comedy. 
he's a comedian and he has a comedy he has a new comedy show on Netflix actually that he like a like a stand up tour that he <clears> did, <throat> which is hilarious. I watched it. It's so funny. Um and then uh he used to be a correspondent. When I say correspondent, I use that term very loosely on the Colbert show. No, not a Colbert, uh uh Daily Show? Daily show, yeah. Okay. Before Trevor Noah took over. So and I think he's still on there with Trevor Noah now, but um but he's Is this he, the guy from uh the internship? The movie with Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn. Is he like the Google manager there? The Indian uh, guy? I'm not sure. I don't know how to spell his name and I don't I, I wonder if I can pull this up just to see his face or something. No, different guy. Okay, yeah. But yeah, he's 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 pretty funny, so I, I like his. It's a good time watching that. Um, next up is Latin History for Morons. <laughs> That's by John Leguizamo, and it's awesome. Uh, a lot of cringy moments, but it's basically like a big ass stage show he does, where he brings out it's a it's a big classroom type of deal. Like he's a professor, and he teaches you about Latin Americans' influence on American history. And it's really it's really funny and well done and a lot of shocking shit that I just didn't know. There's um an entire thing uh which you know similar to like the Trail of Tears but for Latin Americans Latin Americans in south of Mexico uh, where the conquistadors wiped out entire like groups of people and the same thing happened in uh, not Jamaica but uh, Hispania. You know, where there's now... Hispaniola? Hispaniola, yeah. That island. There's a whole, like, native race of, like, you know, 160,000 people that were just wiped out. So, like, down to the last man. And he talks about all that kind of crazy stuff. So if you're interested in learning about that in a funny and interesting way, and by if you haven't... If you if you want more of John Leguizamo for some reason, or you haven't had enough, you haven't had enough in your life, and you need a little bit more Spider-Mike, then this is a good way to get some. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Oh, so good. Yeah. This is a classic, by the way, Spider Mike. Spider Mike. Um, okay, so I'm gonna jump down to the next thing. I have so much in game theory today. By the way, James, you asked me before we started what I was talking about regarding VR, uh like last week or so. I think it was a VR darts game. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was VR darts, yeah. I so I thought about getting that, but I was like this seems like a bad way to learn bad habits that will fuck me up in real darts. <laughs> yes. Um, I did buy it because it was like 49 cents or something. Oh, okay. Oh, was it? <laughs> did you try it out, Michael? I have not. You know okay. you know the answer to that. I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't try it. Um, all right. So before you guys click on any links, I want to go through. Steam is having a very big sale, by the way. Okay. Just so you guys know. Thanks for the update. All right. Um, <laughs> Fucking cuck. All right. So. Oh. <laughs> so look, I'm going to go through oh, this because okay. I have a, there's a lot of stuff here. Okay. So I have heard of League of Legends. I'm sure you guys have all heard of it. Yep. It's a game. It's like the biggest esports game in the world. Very popular among certain people. Not very most pop- popular MOBA. Yeah. Yeah. It's a MOBA. Um, What's a MOBA? Multiplayer online battle arena. Yeah. So basically. Wow. Imagine a RTS, real-time strategy type game, Michael, except you only have one character, and the character has special abilities, 
and then there are five characters on your team, five characters on a team, and they're all controlled by other people on your team. And the whole idea is to run across a map and capture points, kill the enemy, uh, build up resources, loot, that kind of thing, and and ultimately destroy the enemy's base. That's the whole goal of it. Um, but it's more complex, and there's lanes and farming you can do, and all kinds of things. It's kind of a weird game. Uh, anyway, so. I tried to watch an instructional video on it today. It's like, how to capture lanes by jungle, you know? Uh, <laughs> and it was so complicated. They're like, when you use your vert splash, tack to blah, 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 blah. It's a different blah, 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 blah. language, right? It's, yeah, it's completely it's different language. It's insane. Yeah. So, okay. League of Legends does this thing every year when it comes to their championship. Now, their championships are huge with huge big money payouts, millions of dollars. Okay? Every year they do a video. Or a series of videos. And sometimes it's a video and a song. Most times since 2014, it's been a video and a song. So, I want you guys to go and click the link that says Rise, okay, in the show notes. Rise, chicken. So, this is the one I've seen. (laughs) We're just going to look at it for like two seconds, just enough for you guys to get an idea of it. Featuring the Glitch Mob. How the fuck do they get those guys? Yeah, Glitch Mob, Mako, World Alive. World Alive? Holy shit. That's a metal band. The song is amazing. Okay, this song is fucking amazing. The video presentation is amazing. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're not going to watch it. I'll watch but, the rest of it later. Maybe. Yeah, we're, we're not going to watch it, but you should it watch. Re- it's a good video. It reminds me of, uh, just the beginning there, reminds me of, uh, what's that movie? That's a video game that's a movie? Final Fantasy? No. Nope. Uh, uh, fuck. Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Just because of the way the guy is dressed, kind of. All right, so now that's 2017, and you should definitely watch it. It's really good. It basically is a song about rising up and going to the top, okay? And it gives me chills every time I watch it. Now, I'm very susceptible to that kind of shit because I just, like, watch that shit, and it evokes an emotional response in me, but not for everybody, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, Next up, let's go to the first link, KDA, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know what KDA stands for. KDA is this year's attack on branding (laughs) this year's marketing hustle they have going on it features four of the regular characters with new skins that you can purchase and these characters they're pop stars okay so if you scroll halfway down there's a picture there's a video watch that video we're gonna watch just a few seconds of it jump anywhere in the video the song is amazing i like the beginning already the song's fucking great Hmm. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. And the video, so the video is half English. It's not half English. It's like English and Korean. But the transitions, and I watched lots of reaction videos to this because I became obsessed with this this week. The reaction videos, people Koreans watch reactions. They're like, "Oh my god, that switch up!" And I guess what they call that's what they call it when you go from English to Korean or English to some other language or two language, two language. Dude, there's the flow of the switch-ups are so fucking, like, they're like, they slide right through, and it's so well done. And so Madison Beer, she's a, we're talking B-class artist, Uh, Yira Burns, another B-class American artist, and then this group Glide, or Idol, Um, and that's two Korean young ladies, one who raps and one who sings, Um, and they're doing the bulk of, the pulling bulk of the weight, and then the two American chicks are doing their other two verses. But it's really good. So if you scroll down more, they have a character breakdown of the characters. 
And then they actually have an interview that's in English and Korean because one of the characters only speaks Korean. So where they actually did like an interview, like it's like a real thing. They have the chorus and they teach you how to sing the chorus in Korean and English. And they have a a video there, which we aren't going to watch just yet, which is like the live thing. So something else they do at League of Legends. The reason I want to bring this up is because when I think about Evan and, and Quake, I think about poor esports execution and proper esports execution. Okay? So all of the stuff that we're seeing right now is all to generate buildup. There's no aspects of the game that's anything like any of these videos. Like, everyone I showed in my Discord who plays League of Legends who saw these videos, they're like, I wish that game was like this. Mm-hmm. That game sucks compared to this. You know, like, they all hate the game. They're like, it's very frustrating, and I want to kill myself yeah. when I play it. Okay? That's about right. So, now, we're going to go, let's go to uh, the link that says live. Okay. Okay, so click on that link. This, let's jump from, let's jump to uh, one minute, three seconds. And you'll see they're showing the original characters, and they're showing the reskinned characters. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. we need to watch this for a little bit because I want you to see what they do here. It's something that only League of Legends does for their events. And their events are always these big spectacles, you know? Oh, yeah. And they have like, they fill stadiums. stadiums. Yeah. yeah. So this is a stadium event. This is the, the world championship thing. Now, watch what they do here. Okay, I see a hand breaking some glass. Riot Games. All, an orchestra. What the fuck? What? Do you see what they did? Yeah, that's weird. How do they... They have an augmented reality camera broadcast projecting the CGI characters in the real world, and then they have the real singers there singing. So, but the audience can't see the CGI stuff. No, but I don't think they care about the audience because they know most people are streaming, you know? And they could probably just watch the big screen behind the stage there anyways to see it. Yeah. So they show they show the they show the video in the background. They have the CGI characters. I'm going to give you guys another point to jump to here. It's a great production. It is an amazing production. Okay, so I would like to meet all of them. Yeah, I would too. So actually, if we go ahead, go to seven minutes and twenty eight seconds. Okay. Okay. Got some dudes. This is the rise guys, and they have the they have the the thing up there. So here's something else they do. A physicalized statue, a physicalized trophy that you can actually hold. It looks heavy and weighty, and it looks, like, important, you know? And it's, like, just great great implementation of an esports thing. Like, they know how to build hype, you know? That's what Quake didn't have. Quake should have this. All these esports games, Siege, Rainbow Six Siege should have this. It doesn't have any of the juice that these things have. I mean, they're much different audiences. That's true. That's true. And those, I don't know about Rainbow Six, but like Riot Games and Epic for like Fortnite and everything, all these, uh, and whoever makes Dota, I think that's, is that Blizzard? I don't know. But those companies have like massive budgets to put money behind these things. That's true. Now, id Software and its partners actually have been for the, about the last year and hopefully moving forward, sponsoring relatively high paying Quake tournaments. 
um, I think QuakeCon 2017, the total payout was close to $300,000. Evan, I was talking to Mr. Perry recently. Yeah. He's like, QuakeCon's still a thing? Oh, yeah. I was like, bro. It's going to be a thing. Even when Quake is dead, it's going to be a thing. Like, they'll have, like, Doom tournaments or, you know, retro stuff like that. But QuakeCon, like, as a LAN uh, event, will be around for quite some time. I can see it dying, but not soon. Okay, so we still need that video for one more thing. Yeah. Okay? This is just the showmanship that I wish I would see. And this spreads across anything that I go to. I want that showmanship. And this is, like, Metalocalypse level showmanship here. You know, I want you to go to 10 minutes and 34 seconds. Which video? Go in the li- in the live video. 10 minutes and 34 seconds. Now, I will say that um so this is for League of Legends. Yeah. Dota 2 has a similar sort of build up to an event and their event's called the International and that is also like stadium filled, you know, 25 million dollar prize pool. So is it just all kinds of shit. Is it just MOBAs that build this? Is it the, the, the MOBA crowd? Pretty much, although Fortnite did something like this at the they had some it might have been like PAX one of the PAX events like yeah. seven months ago or so. They did a huge live event. Um but again, I mean it's you have a very different audience, very different game. Um Alright, so real quick. So ten minutes and thirty four seconds. If you look at that that frame, I think right ten minutes and thirty four probably puts you a little bit ahead. Um, but if you hit play, they show these two fucking stages with the mm-hmm. two teams that are about to fight. Yeah, and those teams have been coming those 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 uh stages, platforms those platforms have been they were like hundred and fifty feet out and they slowly came in over the whole song. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm like, whoa, this is so cool, you know? And they got the team stand up there, arms folded, like we're about to battle, you know? And yep. I was like and my, and when I saw this, it's like, is only two teams doing this? It's only two teams? This, so, this must be teams? like for the championship or something. Yeah, but it's only two teams. Yeah. All of this for it's two always teams. two teams. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of investment for two fucking for what a half an hour? I mean, how long is the game? Yeah, um, it's probably best of three, and one game can be forty-five minutes to okay, a little over an hour. That's not bad then, but still, like three hours, crazy. And of course, it's like brought to you by Mastercard. Oh yeah, so all of this sponsorship money, man. And then they don't want you to forget. Hold on, (laughs) they don't want you to forget that you're in Korea. So they had to do all this wonderful stuff, and then if you go to like ten minutes and fifty nine seconds, yeah, do ten. They have this fucking guy, and this guy comes out, and I'm like, ugh, what? A oh fucking, yeah, it becomes a game show. It just becomes this horrible Asian yep. game show. You know, it makes me want to use the word Oriental, a horrible Oriental <laughs> game show. You know, you know, it's just a loud car salesman. He's like, oh, so what's your You know, I'm just like, fuck, what is this? Yep. You know, and it just, to me, it's like not good. Like, that was like a huge fail. Like, having this. I, but I would like, argue that, like, I don't know if, if South Korea has a national League of Legends team, but major teams for League of Legends and Dota and, and MOBAs and stuff like this and StarCraft in South Korea are like celebrity status. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's what I've heard as well. 
You know, they have fucking... Uh, okay, that's too much. I can't... <laughs> These guys like, oh, oh. All right, <laughs> no, but you see, it's a lot, anymore. right? It's like, over. Yeah. it's like too much. It's like, I watched, I was like, I had to stop right there. I was like, this is too much. Like, what's happening? Um, yeah. And honestly, all the hype just doesn't measure to the game. No, not at all. You know, it's just, it's kind of underwhelming when you see, there's parts where you see like the game characters doing stuff. And I'm just like, this is really underwhelming. Um, but yeah, so that's that. The other links I have in there are the one and two link. Um, you don't need to go to them. The one is the one is the interview, and two is the uh, two is the song, the song in Korean and English. So if you want the lyrics, it's pretty. It's right there. The song is great. I told Michael. I told you about it when you were out with Teresa. We saw you the other night. I was telling you about this group. I've listened to this song like crazy. The song's fucking amazing, and the Rise song is great too. You know, and the Rise, I was incorrect. The Rise song is from 2018 also. So, um, but the Rise song was released like early, like June-ish. And the KDA song was just released in November. The KDA song has 85 million views on 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 uh, YouTube already, which is fucking nuts. So, uh, yeah. Um, and I've been watching a bunch of their older videos, and all of them are pretty good. But these two are the best ones so far. I will make sure to finish them. Yep. They're good. Um, okay, so next up is also me, because I love games, and that's all I do with my life. Uh, D&D. Online D&D. Uh, this is through Roll20.net, and you don't need to click on that link. It's just a shitty website for a company that does D&D stuff, and it's not a very good website. But they allow you to do D&D online. So there's lots of cool technical things I can tell you about the site. It doesn't really matter, because we're probably not going to do it, but... Um, Anyway, I played D&D for the first time last night, and it was quite the experience. Very uh, sleepy-making. <laughs> made me very tired playing. It took a long-ass time. I played for like four or five hours. Um, the first thing that happened, we wake up in a jail cell. It's five of us. Five people and two, I'm going to say NPCs, like two two just people who are in the cell with us. And or three people, um, one guy dying, one person who's like a fish person, and one person who's a mushroom with tentacles. And you know, the my friend, a guy who play I play games with on Discord, is doing voices and everything, and he's designed the map and designed the characters, and it's pretty crazy how much work he put into this. You know, he said he employed three like bestiary books to get all the animals together and stuff like that for it. Um, and the first thing that happens is. One of the guys says, I go to the frog, I, he's, I go to the, I go to, his name Shushushara, Shushushara is, is his name, I go to the fish person, Shushushara, and I, he said, I do a stealth check and go up, sneak up behind him. He does the stealth check, and Roll20 allows you to do, like, stealth, like, you roll the dice for stealth, so it has RNG for stealth, and this, and that, and all the different things. So he does his stealth check, and the stealth check, he has a 25, it's a very high score. So he, he says, okay, your stealth passes, and you, he doesn't recognize you going behind him. He says, he says okay, I want to use my additional action to do a, uh, it's called, I don't know. He says, I want to, oh, a sleight of hand check. He says, I want to do a sleight of hand check and stick my hand up his ass and check for anything up there. And I was just <laughs> like, what the fuck? And everyone starts to die. And I was like, yo, what is, I was like, is this D&D? I was like, because I'm new. Everyone else has done it before. I'm like, is this D and D? And so he says. So the D, the the game master's like, uh, okay. 
You stick your <laughs> hand up uh, Shushushar's uh, wet fishy ass, and you don't find anything except for some squishy objects. <laughs> and he's like, I pull my hand out, and I was like, ugh. And it's like the whole night went like that, but it was funny. I mean, I guess we had fun. It was funny. Um, I'm looking forward to doing it again. You know, we were able to get out of our jail cell. Um, my character got laid. I had sex with a drow. Wizardress? I don't know. Warlockdress? I don't know. Female witch? High witch, five. Witch. Wicca? High five. Wicca? No, that's something different. That's, well, that's what white kids do on the weekends. Um, I'm a Wicca. Like, we're not talking about baskets, Mike. Thanks. Chitterling yeah. and Wicca. Wiccan... <laughs> Chitlin. Wiccan and Wicca. I don't know what a Wicca is, Mike. That's something. I don't know what that is. Wicca, Wicca, Wicca. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so D&D is a lot of fun. Um, oh, I would it's say, a thing. Yeah. Okay, Michael. I don't know what it is. Can, let it's, me finish it's, this. It's, it's fine. Go on about it. So. Uh, <laughs> how dare you not focus on the smallest detail? Fucking assholes. So, yeah. D&D was a lot of fun, though. I think if you get the opportunity to do it on Roll20 or in real life, it's probably a good... It's it's really a dorky game of, like, let's imagine something crazy. You know what I mean? And I think that's cool. You know, I think... Is it together, free? It's free. Yeah, Roll20 is free. I think... I mean, you have to have a, a dungeon master or a game master who can put the work in to do it, which our friend did. He put a lot of work in to get it done, but he did He did it pretty successfully, so... Did you ever um, play Magic the Gathering? I did. Did you enjoy it? Uh, it was okay. There's a new game called Artifact or Artifacts. Um, that was that is, I I want to say it's beta right now or something. You can buy it on Steam. I think for twenty dollars. I bet it is beta. Jesus Christ! Shots mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. What did you play in middle school, Mike? I got laid. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, they play nothing. I'm pretty sure, or, or you know, Nintendo or something. Did I don't you know. did you perhaps just watch other people play Magic: The Gathering? Uh, As... In high school, I did. Okay, <laughs> but James, you might like this. It's based in the Dota 2 universe, but it is a it's a tabletop card game, uh, multiplayer or single player, um, and it's made by. The guy who designed Magic the Gathering. Hmm. What's it called again? Artifact. Artifact. Yep. So the base game is $20. And of course there are microtransactions. Just like Magic the Gathering. You can buy packs of cards. For I think you get. I think they're 50 cents each. Or no. Uh, sorry. It's like $50 for 20 packs. So or maybe it's 25 packs. So two is $2 per pack. And each pack has 12 or 14 cards, I think. And you can build your different decks and you have heroes and you have mana and all that kind of stuff. So if you're into it, it might be worth checking out. Obviously, you can sink a ton of money into the game or you can just pay 20 bucks and see if you like it. Okay, artifact. James, what's the name of that game that I we talked about a while ago, so it's a video game coming out, but it's also based on a thing that's kind of like magic. It's like set in the future. It's like something 2077 or something. Oh. That's uh, Cyberpunk. 
Yes, Cyberpunk 2077. There's no magic in that. No, it's the same kind of game. It's a Oh, game. oh, you mean yeah, 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 yeah. It's D&D. Yeah, it's it's like a D&D type of game. Yeah, yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. 2077. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's just a, So apparently I didn't know this until I just started delving into this D&D thing with my friends, but you can so D&D can be played any number like you can basically make up something from scratch. Like you go into the barn and you see a beautiful 1967 Chevy Caprice, blah blah blah, whatever. Like it, it doesn't. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be Warhammer or your life today as it stands, or it could be fantasy or space. It doesn't matter, you know. So I think twenty bet twenty seventy seven is just a modification, really, a mod to D anD D to classic Dungeons and Dragons, you know, because it. I guess it uses the same system of like rolling dice for like stealth checks, charisma checks. Like I try to persuade the the princess to give me her phone number. Okay, roll a persuade roll a persuasion check for me, you know, and it you get some number or whatever that does whatever. So I mean, it's all the same. I mean, it's cool though because many aspects can taken into like checks and then modifications of like other things. Like I did before I put my armor on, I had no. My my armor class was eleven, but once I put my armor on and held my shield, my armor class became eighteen or nineteen. You know, it just and then that nineteen go is a modifier to when I roll a D six twenty, a dice with six sides or whatever, whatever it is, I roll a dice, that modifier comes to you know, whatever. So it's pretty interesting. It's a fun game. If you're into math and numbers and Do you think a lot of D and D enthusiasts are disappointed with real life that their skills are not based on RNG and the roll of a die, and they actually have to like invest time to get better at stuff. I know I am. I've been like that before. I knew about D and D. I can, <laughs> I can imagine I the skill based nature of life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that being like a very slippery slope that could easily lead to depression and sadness. Yeah, because you know what? I don't think it's less about like being like, oh, I want this to be easier. I think it's just like life is so unpredictable. You know, you you can predict, like, you can basically have it, you can predict, like, oh, I roll this dice and this happens. You can't do that in real life. Anything can happen. It's not like, it's never like, does the girl like me or does she not like me? It's like, does she like me when I wear this hat and I have, like, I said the right thing to her, but I didn't know I said it, so now it's all, I mean, it's this whole situation. You know, there's, like, so many permutations of, like, every possibility. It's fucking stupid, dude. Like, life is fucking trash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so yeah alright well I put a link in the show notes to the wikipedia post for artifact in case you want to read more about it you can search for steam search and for I, it on steam if you want and I'll put a link to the wicca entry nobody so, needs that Mike we all we understand what you meant that's it alright I don't know what you meant what do you mean? fucking Right, Yum whatever. update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's talk about food. Make us all happy again. Alright, so... This book is a book that I... All week I thought I read this book. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me start first. I thought I read this book. I did not read this book. <laughs> um, It's called Twain's Feast. Searching for America's Lost Foods in the Footsteps of Samuel Clemens. So... Basically, when Samuel Clemens was writing, uh, I think it's called the 
uh, I don't know, the hobo hobo overseas or something. He wrote a, one of one of his books is like it's like what? the hobo, the uh, I don't know, the baker overseas. I don't know. He wrote some book about being overseas, the trapper overseas. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he's in Europe <laughs> writing this book, trapping people. Yeah. Um. Now you're gonna make me look. He's in this. He's in Europe writing this, like, like you know, seeing Europe writing this book, and while he's there, he's really missing the food from home. You know, he's like desperately missing it, and he's just trying to figure out, you know, what can he do. You know, he 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 wants to write down everything he misses. And oh, it's called A Tramp Abroad. That's the book. This is 1880, A Tramp Abroad. So okay, he's finishing The Tramp Abroad. And he's thinking, he's like, I just want to go home and eat some of my favorite things. He says, you know what? I'm going to make a menu. I'm going to write this little menu out of all the things that I want on a table when I get home. Like the second I step off of the of the steamboat, I want these foods ready for me and waiting, you know? And so what produces is one of the most ridiculous lists of food items you've ever seen in your entire life. And I mean, it's exotic to a crazy level. And there's raccoon on it, pork, obviously, chicken, turkey, uh, chicken like seven or eight ways, creamed apples, which I've never heard of, all kinds of desserts. It's a crazy list. And I've looked for the list. I cannot find it. The only place I've ever heard of it reference is in this book called Twain's Feast. So, not um, I, Not the Tramp Abroad. No, it's not in the Tramp Abroad. He was writing the Tramp Abroad when he went there, and he just—it's one of his journals. He wrote this book down, so someone found it in an in a in a marked in a in a Sam Clemens archive. Mm. They found the book. They found the the the, the journal when the they list. When he, yeah, when he was going through his thing, he found when this guy Andrew Beers or whatever the guy who wrote a, um Twins was doing his research, he found it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's jump in here. So Twain's Feast, what I listen to is a audible series uh, that was done by a guy who is obsessed with Mark Twain um, by the name of Nick Offerman. So you might know him. He's the guy who loves meat and pork from the community show and a million other things. He's very funny. He's got a great like kind of flat tone to him, but he's like the quintessential man's man. So Nick Offerman, he loves Mark Twain. He's obsessed with him. And anytime a Mark Twain book goes on Audible, he reads it. You know, he's the the reader for all the Mark Twain books on Audible, at least that I know of right now. So Audible came to him or something, and they were like, we want to do this kind of like a radio story about this series. And he was like, that's a great idea. Or he came to them. I don't know what happened. They kind of hint at it, but I don't really get the whole gist of it. But anyway, so he gets together with the guy, Andrew Beers, and they go through the menu and they pick stuff out of the menu. And they pick eight things for an eight course menu. They get a chef from uh he's on some he was on some reality show where he got famous. And he's got like six Michelin star restaurants. Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. Um, no, not Guy Fieri. Some some bald white guy covered in tattoos, just like all chefs are right now. Michael Simon. All, uh, yeah, that's him. I think. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they have him, and they get a bunch of comedians together, and they sit down. Some comedians, some thinkers, a teacher, and they sit down, 
and they go to the to the to the house of the Connecticut Hartford home of Samuel Clemens and his family, where he had his the best years of his life, and they eat this crazy meal. Okay, and basically the meal is a the the this whole series is kind of like a trip through Mark Twain Samuel Clemens history of food and what that food meant to him and its effect on his life. And it's like, they've talked about some of the things we talk about today, actually, like um, how when he was, I think the seventh or the sixth thing they had was uh, something trout. It's a trout with teeth. <laughs> it looks like it. They, 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 the, the guy, Simon comes out of the thing on this, on this podcast, on this video, this podcast thing, he comes out of the kitchen. And he's like, with the with the thing covered up in a pan, he's like, "I just want you to know, I didn't pick this." Uh, he's like, "It's not something I'd eat, but I'm going to enjoy it with you today or whatever." And he's like, and he opens it up and he's like, "I have the head here presented to you, so you can see what you're eating. It has the teeth of a small child. <laughs> you could make a baby's dentures with this." And it has like, I mean, I, I googled the fish. It has like fucking like it's like one of those fish with a set of teeth. You know, you're yeah. like, okay. That's a dude. Like, it, like somehow this thing got dentures in its mouth, you know. So what's it called? I can't remember, man. It's I don't know, some kind of trout, man. I don't know, something trout. Anyway, it's from New Orleans. But so they talk about how Sam Clemens went back home. He went back to New Orleans uh, years later after being successful to where he first became a steamboat pilot, and he went back there. And when he went back there, the Army engineers, our Corps of Engineers, had just set up the first levees. And he was like not remarking how you cannot tame the Mississippi, you know, and how you're trying to take something that needs to go and flow everywhere and you're taming it and ruining it. And they kind of explore how during this dinner, they kind of explore how the Mississippi being tamed by levees has caused like the sinking of New Orleans and the outlying areas and a lot of cypress tree die off and forest die off and stuff like that, all because the levees are fucking up the natural cycle of like silt getting pushed on the thing, replenishing the the beach and then water going back out. So it's a whole process. Um, but yeah, uh, they have fucking raccoon, you know, uh, Nick Offerman's like, you'd call it trash panda, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, like just listening to his fucking voice is so good, man. Like you just hear his mouth. You're like, sing me, sing, whisper me to sleep. Often, you know, <laughs> just talk right to my neck. Let me feel your voice vibrate in my throat. Like that's just I'll I'll be you for a little bit. I die, die, die. You know what he's talking. Anyway, I'm doing a whole thing. But look, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, this is like six hours long, I think. Oof. It's it's a it's an Audible exclusive, but I'm sure you can go download it or find it. Michael, you can. I'm pretty sure you can go get it for free, Michael. It was a, I got it for free at least. I don't know if you can still get it, but. You might have used a credit for it, but it's it's worth it. It was good, you know? What's um, it called? It's called Twain's Feast. Mm. And you should search for it on Audible, not anywhere else, because there's a book called Twain's Feast, which is, is about. This is about that book. This is not the book Twain's Feast. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the book. Like, how is this meal list slash menu commentary worthy of a 336-page book? Well, I think in the book... He goes down all 80 items. And he goes like, basically, he talks about what's lost, what's lost of time, what you can never taste again. Like turtle soup, 
Um, you can one go to China and have turtle soup right now. Well, no, but you can't even have the good turtle soup. You know the good turtle soup comes from? The Galapagos? No, no, yes. Yes. The good turtle soup? The best turtle soup. The turtle soup presidency. 15, no idea. By our, by our cost, it was like, by their cost, like $135 a bowl or something uh-huh. in 1880 or something like that. Now it'd be about five, you know, two or three thousand dollars a bowl. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give you one last chance. To guess you know this place. You've been in this place. Turtle soup. It's, a, it's the turtle that's guided your life. Well, since you say that, it must be Maryland. You know, baby. But I don't know where the, the Diamondback Terrapin. The only place you can get it is in Maryland, off the Chesapeake. And it was eaten to almost damn near extinction because it's so fucking delicious. So, so what you're saying is we should <clears throat> buy one or steal one. You can do that. And breed it. Well, I mean, good luck. There's a turtle. Turtles don't like the fuck. they like pandas. Um, <laughs> but you can't have turtle soup. Apparently, so they, so they did have turtle soup at the dinner. And they had it. They couldn't get Diamondback because it's illegal. You can't get it. It's a protected animal. You can't eat it anymore. So they were only able to get the ones you can buy on Amazon, which is Snapper, which isn't like from like Florida or something like that. And it's not very good. So they were like, yeah, you can't tell like this is turtle. Like you can't, it could be tuna fish or whatever. Like you have no idea. It just tastes like some kind of strange seafood. It's not whatever, but it's funny in the, in this Amazon, in this audible series, they say that turtle tastes like seven different animals. They're like, they're like, it tastes a little lamby, a little porky, a little this, a little that, you know. <laughs> like, it has a very distinct taste. And I want some so bad, I want to just punch a turtle in the head and just bite its neck. So if we only had a time machine, because I mentioned the Galapagos, the, the tortoise. Now, it's arguable whether you want to consider it for the same dish. But when Darwin was exploring um, you know, various islands and, and bringing back samples and everything... Uh, it just so happened that none of those made it back because they taste so fucking good. They ate them all on the return home. Yeah, that's what I, I, I heard that too. Yeah, none of the, none of the turtles made it back. They just fucking couldn't. Can you imagine the amount of meat on one of those things? So I take a nice tender chunk. It's like, mm. I don't know, man. Who knows? But all I know is probably delicious. And they said the raccoon was good too. I feel like this Simon guy did a lot of cheating though. Because, like, the raccoon, he had raccoon sausage. Yeah. And he wrapped the raccoon sausage. He's, like, cut it thin and wrapped it around Wagyu A5. And I was like, come oh, on. Oh, come on, man. That's cheating. That's definitely you know? cheating. But they were also, like, this is delicious. I was like, yeah, you're eating Wagyu A5, motherfucker. That's a $70 <laughs> fucking pork chopper with a steak right there you're eating. Yeah. But also, I think, like, with a lot of animals, it depends, you know, how good they taste depends on what they ate. So if you have a raccoon like scavenging around apartment trash bins, it's going to be garbage. But if you if you have if you farm raccoons for whatever reason and feed them, you know, hazelnuts and roasted corn and uh you know, some excellent wheat grass, you know, it would probably taste pretty good. So they were saying that um Nick Offerman asked them when they bring the raccoon out, he's like, "So, uh before you bring that out here, how was the preparation? He's like, I've heard that raccoon fat is quite rancid. 
mm-hmm. like right off the jump. Like as soon as you open it up, it's disgusting, pungent, you know. And he was like, the Simon was like, yeah, it is. He said it's foul. He's like, I trimmed off as much as I could. He got the meat. It was like already prepared. It smoked. It was smoked raccoon. So he just did what he could with it. You know what I mean? Um, or smoked raccoon sausage or something like that. No, yeah, smoked raccoon sausage. So he's like, I just did what I could with it, but you know. He trimmed off like fat when he could, where he could. Interesting. Um, I wonder if so. Maybe they're like skates. It's kind of different, but like skates and rays, they don't have a urinary tract, so they pee through their skin. Hmm. So there's like a, they're covered in uric acid. So you basically have like half a day to catch and cook one, or it's done. It's rotten. So I heard the you can't, you can't those... strip it or something. I mean, you can, but you have to do it fast. Uh, Not like you know, with a normal fish, you can you know put it in the freezer or the refrigerator, scale it you know a day later is fine. But with uh, with skates and rays, they'll be they're they're ruined. Have you ever had the meat? I've heard the meat is really good. They have like a like a. Uh, it's I'm, supposed to be good. I've never had it, but you like basically a, just like eat the wings. Yeah, the wings. The, the but there's like a like a jewel or they have a name for it. Uh, it's like the a oysters. I mean, on, the other, on the other side of the back. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then there's one part where Nick Offerman asks him, he's like, do raccoons have a musk sack? And I was like, <laughs> okay, man. All right. And then, of course they all die because they're all like, a lot of comedians there, they're like, just fucking die. Like, they're like, where's your musk sack? You know, whatever. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, what else did they eat that was weird? Oh, and the last one that I put a picture in here, I, they couldn't eat it because they couldn't find it. Um, there's so few in the world that it's just like, forget about it. Oh, the prairie chicken? The prairie chicken. I want you to go. I've never seen this before. Go watch the video of the prairie chicken. It's a video on that page. Just click it, on the page. It looks, A, majestic, and B, <laughs> like a bird of paradise. Dude. You ever seen those ridic- birds of paradise videos? Yeah, it does. But look how ridiculous it yeah. is. It's like, stomp, 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 stomp. Inflate yeah. my neck. Stomp, stomp, yeah. stomp. Yeah. Stomp, stomp. So, can you hear it? Can you, are you listening to it? No. Let me turn the volume Dude, up. It sounds like it's a. It looks amazing. So yeah, it, it is. It is closely related to, I'll say, the common grouse. It so they could like have a had grouse, a grouse. Actually. It does like grouse. Now there are pictures of it. You know the, the two feathers on the head. Yeah. Those are actually almost like ears, and there's pictures where they're like this, or they're down, or whatever. It's crazy, man. Like this is a crazy animal. And so, according to this, what they discovered in the book, in um, Tom, in 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 uh, Mark Twain's time, there were so many. They were just putting up electrical lines, right? And there were so many fucking prairie chickens that the lines would sag because there'd be so many fucking electric, like uh, telegraph lines. The lines would be bent down and snap because there'd be so many fucking prairie chickens on them. They were everywhere, and they were like they were like in the state of Missouri. There were easily 16 million prairie chickens at one Why aren't these like, being bred for food? No, there's only a thousand of them fucking left. So well, yeah, take like 20 of them, put them on loan for a year to some farm, then that farm, you know, keeps the proceeds and breeds them. Apparently Easy. fucking delicious. Apparently Easy it's, money. It's an amazing, delicious bird. You know? And <clears throat> and they said that the prairie chicken was like a sign that the prairie was healthy. You know? You yeah. see the prairie chicken, that means the prairie is healthy. 
but then they said, I think what they kind of implied was, once farmers stopped growing soybeans and other things that the birds would eat, then the birds kind of went away. So Evan, I'm, I was wrong. So there's it was a thousand left in 1967. Uh, in 2002, its low point was 40. There were 40 of them. All the more reason to fucking breed them. Now there's 104. Like, how do you, how do you preserve how do you preserve an endangered species? You make it desirable, not because of limited quantities, but because everyone wants some. You fucking breed them for food, and you profit. I'm an expert. On on that. Are you? Yes. You cannot prove otherwise. <laughs> okay. So where's your proof? Um He's like yeah, you I cannot know. dis you cannot prove an unknown or what no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> where's anyway, your evidence? Yeah, Twain's feast is pretty good. It's it's an interesting book. They talk all about wacky shit about Mark Twain. The, the one last thing that I didn't put in here that I'm not gonna put in here just because it's too ridiculous. Has anybody heard of the Angelfish Club? Nope. Nope. So, in Mark Twain's latter years, he died at 74. In his late 70s, he had, he would bring, he had like a club that he created with very young members, and he gave them all angelfish pendants, custom made for them, and he's like, these are my angelfish. This is my angelfish club. All the members were all young girls between like eight and twelve. Okay. What the and fuck? Seems legit. Just, yeah, it's totally sketchy. And he would just hang out with them and play pool and ride around in his fucking car or whatever and sit outside. And if you Google it, there's all kinds of pictures of an old ass Mark Twain with like a little girl sitting on his lap and stuff like that. But it's very grand and so they were like they were like, there's no sign of impropriety. It's very grandfatherly they're like we feel like he was trying to recapture, you know, his one of his daughters died, so he's trying to recapture that moment with his daughter who died. But yeah, it's just but if you, from the outside looking in with no context, Look, it looks it, really sketchy. He's preserving the innocence of youth, James. It's yeah. obvious for all to see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, is this like Corey Feldman and his angels? Oh my! They put God. on shitty concerts and then cancel them. Oh, don't even. Still uh, mad about that. Dude, did you get tickets to that? I did. Oh my god! That's like two hours before the show, they canceled it. I was very disappointed. I was going to go hang out with like eighteen other random people and see this debacle <laughs> of a show. Who all was going to be like, Whoa, what is this? <laughs> this almost sounds like that dude who just tried to make himself famous. Yeah, Jerry threatened. threatened. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So that's all I got there. What do we got next, Mike? All right, so uh, I don't think we have enough responses, but we're going to go ahead and talk about it anyway. We'll come back to it in the in the coming weeks also. Yeah. Um, so we released our first food survey that we hadn't, we hadn't done one in a while. Um, mostly about, I was going to say mostly about pizza, but it's kind of a half about pizza and half about other stuff. So the pizza, um, I said, which pizza place has the best pizza? Got all kinds of responses. Um, unfortunately, we don't have enough response. We only have eight respondents, so don't really have enough to know. But two people said Lido's Pizza, and that's more than any other place got. <laughs> um, Default victory. 
Yeah, I mean, I got a couple pla- people wrote in places I've never heard of. Such as? J&P Pizza. Nope. A- and Pizza. Disqualified. Blaze Pizza. That sounds familiar. That's Aroma nice. House and Point of Rocks. Okay. Come on, man. Just making shit up. So I never heard of those. Um, well, let's see. We got uh, so J&P Pizza got a vote. And Pizza got a vote. I don't know if that was a mistake or what. Blaze Pizza got a vote. Aroma House got a vote. Domino's got a vote. Mama Lucia's got a vote. And Lido's got two votes. I don't think I've ever had Lido's Pizza. At least not that I can, you know, I have, remember. but not in, not in at least 15 years. So, kind of like what? Continental Pizza. I haven't had that in at least 15, probably more years. I get that every time I come back. It's it's pretty consistently good. It's really greasy though, but you know, probably love hate thing. I have a feeling that Lido's pizza is like extra saucy, and I don't like that. That's just the mm. impression I get, imagining that I've ever had it. All right. Uh, what type of pizza pizza crust is the best? Thin crust. So people said thin crust, uh, more people said hand tossed. I'm not sure. That's what, a little thicker, I guess? It's like normal. It's like normal. And then deep dish, one person said deep dish. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I like normal or thin crust. But thin crust is is the winner, no matter what anyone else says, if it's an available option. A lot of pizza places don't have thin crust. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Only like the major chains, like Papa John's, I think they have thin crust. Pizza Hut, Domino's, they have thin crust. But you know, some of the smaller, smaller places might not have that. It's unfortunate. So the next one is a multiple choice. You could have selected as many answers as you wanted. Uh, it's which toppings do you prefer? Yes. So I said cheese only. Who likes cheese only? So some people selected cheese only and some other options. Unfortunately, I had no way of preventing that. I, you know, I thought it was understood that if you pick pepperoni, it's not just pepperoni on the pizza, pepperoni and sauce. You know, there there would be cheese, uh-huh. but I was kind of trying to isolate people who just like cheese. But well, I got to uh, say this: we should not cater to the lowest common denominator of idiot taking these tests. <laughs> so we'll we'll move on. So uh, got a lot of. Got four people said cheese only, but they also selected other things. Um, pepperoni got five people. Of course, that's a that's a classic. That's my always my go to. To be honest, although I've been branching out more these days, you know, I'll add more meats. <laughs> <laughs> like recently, I got a pizza with with sa- with salami on it, as well as pepperoni. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, it was an option. I was like, all right, fuck it, why not? You know. I don't know. Try it out. Okay. Um, sausage. Some people said sausage. No one said salami. No one said steak. One person said chicken. Yeah. Um, two people said vegetables, i.e. veggie lovers. No one said anchovies. <laughs> we got some ham, some pineapple, some onions, some green peppers, no ground beef, some jalapenos. Uh, banana peppers, 
mushrooms, black olives and mushrooms. Hmm. Ugh. Well, olives are disgusting, so. But I know that people Dude. like them. So, whatever. Yeah, your life is a mystery to me. Olives are gross. You don't like olives are so delicious. James? Not, not universally. There are some awful olives. However, most of them are delicious. Hmm. Well, okay. They're not poison. Yeah, yeah. Who has the best chicken nuggets? So, so moving away from pizza here. Most people said Chick-fil-A. The next highest group said McDonald's. And uh, one person said Wendy's. So objectively, Chick-fil-A is the right answer. However, if you factor in nostalgia and price, McDonald's wins. Correct. That's the correct correct way to break that down. Yeah. Plus, I don't think Chick-fil-A has the hot mustard sauce. I could be wrong. I don't think it does either. But that is a I game mean, changer. I've only been there like four times, so I don't know. Yeah. But by the way, thank you for letting me know that McDonald's hot mustard existed like seven months ago or whatever it was. If I ever <laughs> get nuggets, that's what I ask for. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the sauce to get. Didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, someone here was being fancy. Someone said Chick-fil-A because of their honey-roasted barbecue sauce, but that sauce would make any of the choices be number one. Then they wrote something in French. Ugh, come on, man. It said, Les dames ça sur les couilles, which I don't... I want to say this is a... This is a... Um, what's the word? A Insult? vulgar? A vulgar statement? Uh-huh. Uh... <laughs> I want to say women like this on their, I'm going to say... Nether regions? Yeah, I'm going to say that's what, that's what that means. I'm not the bathing suit area. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's kind of weird. I don't know who, who wrote is that, that. Is that Chick-fil-A sauce? Chick-fil-A sauce is fucking delicious. I mean, that's who, the person who said that said something oh, about that Chick-fil-A. barbecue sauce? Yeah. I'm not a fan of barbecue sauces. Yeah, me neither. I'm not a big they're, sauce fan. They're overpowering. Um. Okay, what's the best sauce to go with chicken nuggets? Mm-hmm. And this was a write-in. So you could write in whatever you wanted. I got... Someone wrote ketchup. Ugh. This was a savage, uneducated <laughs> fool. I got honey mustard... Twi- you, Rick? I got honey mustard twice. I got sweet and sour... I got barbecue and buffalo. Eh. I got honey roasted barbecue sauce from Chick-fil-A. I also like McDonald's hot mustard. Okay. Yep, McDonald's hot mustard. I would like to try McDonald's nuggets with Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm. I think that would be delicious. Well, someone wrote here Polynesian. That's 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 from Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah, it's okay. It's like a slightly better sweet and sour. It's like a sweet and sour, yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan. Chick-fil-A sauce, number one. Um, next up, I asked, I asked kind of a random question. I said, okay, what's the snack that you eat the most of, even if it isn't your favorite? Doritos? M&M's? Oh, I didn't get that specific. I chips. wrote... I put chips. Chippies. Snickers. Pork rinds, pickles, carrots, apples, oranges, pears, bananas, 
Pita and hummus. Candy bar? You didn't put a candy bar? I, I did not. I did not. Ugh. Guacamole. <laughs> rice. Someone wrote rice cakes. I didn't put that. Okay. Cheetos, someone wrote. Cheese. <laughs> Box, cheese. Boxed bacon. Okay. Mike, that's you. That's right, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Cheez Its. Okay. Someone wrote Cheez Its. Um, the most response, the one with the most response was chips. Yeah. At I feel like Candy Bar would have gotten a couple. Well, people could have written uh, it in. Yeah. True. No one, no true. one did. Um, but see, okay, well, see down below. Um, down below, I have favorite snack to eat, even if you don't get to eat it very often. Uh, someone wrote Dick. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. Cheetos, spinach artico- artichoke dip. That's a good one. Someone wrote, depends on my mood. Not a real answer. Someone else wrote, booty juice. Nope. Bust a, bust a nut and no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, someone else wrote, chips. And someone else wrote, popcorn loaded with a melted stick of butter and salt. Hot so the popcorn melts and shrivels when hit by the hot butter. I like that. And then you eat like cereal? <laughs> With a spoon? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> Do it. Okay, and then I had, okay, have you ever eaten one of these crazy things? Not necessarily all that crazy, but cow tongue. Yep. Five people. Yep. I like it. I feel like a lot of people have had tongue tacos at like food trucks or an authentic Mexican restaurant. Could be. Um, next is cow brains or beef brains. I'm going to guess one. That's correct. Cow liver. Two. Four. Oh. Chicken liver. I'm not guessing anymore. You can just read it. <laughs> Four. Chicken gizzards. Yep. Three. They're good, man. Chicken feet. Hit and miss. Two. See, Bone marrow. They're, de- they're delicious, but there's so many bones. That's true. This gum's all bones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but it's. This feet. foot's all bones. <laughs> Bone marrow, six people said yes. Mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain oysters, one. Durian, one. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Balut, zero. Good. What is, what is Balut? Fucking don't eat that. What is Balut? Evan, tell him. It's It is a fertilized duck egg, uh, Stop. which is then is. steamed. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. And you crack the top, and, and there's some juice inside, and you drink the juice. I'm out. Then you sprinkle in some salt, some chili salt, perhaps, uh, and then you just you just bite through it with the with the wings and the beak and the tiny little duck head. You just bite through that. It's a, it's a traditional snack, James. Deer, deer How meat. How dare you culture shame? Deer, deer meat. Yeah, deer meat. Venison. Venison. Seven people. Of course. I've never had it. Honestly, that's more than I expected. And I'm proud of that. So no one's had dolphin meat. No one will admit to having dolphin meat. My mom's had dolphin meat. 
<laughs> but she didn't take the survey. So in Canada, no, in Florida. Uh. <laughs> but she was visiting from Canada in like probably the sixties or the seventies or something. So gotcha. Our finest bottlenose steak. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Frog's legs. Uh, five people. Uh, I guess. So I've had them. Um, maybe they weren't prepared very well. But mm-hmm. I thought they were nothing special. It tasted like a fishy chicken. Like a yeah. reptile probably does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've had it before. It's pretty much like chicken. I a mean. little bit tough. You know, yeah, they're long, yeah, long pig. <laughs> um, escargot. Well, two people said they've had it, yeah, blood sausage. Three people said they've had it, delicious when done right. Haggis, none, never had it. Your mom would probably be well, your mom or like someone who traveled overseas would be the only ones to have that because it's. True haggis is illegal in the states. Oh yeah, I know. It's another reason we have to go to to Ireland or wherever, yeah, wherever or they Canada. wherever they make this. Scotland. Yeah. Oxtail. That's beef tail. Three. Some some good meat. Goat That's meat. Great. Goat meat. That's good too. Lot still a lot of bones. Five people. Shark. Two people have had shark. I've eaten a shark steak. I've it's gross. Shark. Wow, piece okay. of shark. I don't know how you guys are having shark. But. I bought it at Giant like 20 years ago. Wow. There was a restaurant that we went to when I was a kid. My uncle ordered it and I tasted his. It was just it's like, it's like a thick-ass fucking salmon steak or something. It's nothing special about it. Except it's expensive or something. It tasted like mercury. Yeah, exactly. My hands hurt, mommy. <laughs> you may continue, Mike. Um, I see you moving. Okay. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just re- I'm just reading the explanation. Okay. After it's nothing really to write home about. You yeah. know, the like fried chicken gizzards taste just like this or that, blah, blah, whatever. Well, I told you okay. uh, a couple weeks ago that the chicken gizzards I had taste like the oyster from a chicken thigh. Super mm-hmm. tender, a, a good chicken flavor. Of course, I'm sure it might depend on, you know, someone on the sauce that you pair it with. Um, if you choose that, maybe it's just deep battered and deep fried. Uh, someone wrote, they said, I said, any additional comments? So one person said, if any of the hosts have eaten any of the foods from the have you eaten part of the survey, please let us know. Yep. And how was the experience? I have, I have boiled cow tongue personally. Yeah, I had, I had some of Evan's cow tongue. It was amazing. It was like, it's it like was... roast beef is good. Tender. Got a little bit of chew to it, but in a good way. I'm yeah, sure think, I'm sure I've I had think, it before like that, but I don't remember. So I think Evan was like, I think when you made it, you're like, oh, I've, I ruined this. And it wasn't ruined. It was just like that the way we had it when we first had it. Were you with me when we had it at the Spanish restaurant? No. I, so my issue was I, I think I just cut it too thick. Maybe that was it, yeah. There was some, you had some personal complaint about it. <laughs> I didn't find anything wrong with it. I thought, oh, it's good. You know, it was like, it's it's different than how I initially had it, but I was like, oh, this is really good. It's a tender, melt-in-your-mouth-ass meat. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to ruin it. You didn't ruin it by any stretch of imagination. <laughs> it was fucking good. You know? I was thinking the other no, day... No like, peanuts were involved? Peanuts? Mike, no. come on. Ah! I don't, One I don't, time, 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. The peanut butter. Yeah. Uh. Um. <laughs> At least I made an attempt. <laughs> you can't uh, even make chicken. Hey, I ate it. I ate it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Um, I've had cow tongue at the TTT place over here near my house. Um, and James, you've had it there too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's good. I mean, yeah. Cow liver. Yeah. I've definitely had that. I mean, that's liver, like liver and onions. That's what it is. So I've had that like 500 times. I mean, it's great. Um, you can get that at freaking tasty diner. I mean, it's fucking disgusting. It's, it's great actually. Uh, (laughs) Chicken I, liver. I was eating that minority. last week. I mean, so you're the. What is with you? All these liver parts, all these inedible parts of animals. Oh, but you're eating the tongue. It's fine. I mean, it's a tender delight. It yeah, and the, and the beef liver is nice and tough, and it tastes like tastes like talcum powder. If you look at <laughs> a liver, has the same has the same texture. Talcum powder and pennies. If you look at a liver, <laughs> like if you just look at a raw liver in the store, it looks back at you, and you're like. It's like you don't want to eat me. And so it's like, like I don't blob. Eat you. Yeah, it doesn't look like you should be eating it. it the looks only like thing I is... see that comes from an animal like that that I don't want to eat because it just looks weird is tripe, and it has a weird fucking name. So, yeah. like yeah. the name of it and the way it looks combined to like, no, I don't want to eat that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chitterling. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah, none of that. Um. I've not, I don't think have I had chicken feet. Yeah, I have. I've had chicken feet. Yeah, I'm sure you have. They're all cartilagey. Yeah, it's very little meat. Lots of skin. Yeah. Gizzards? No, I've never had that. Marrow. We've all, we've all had chicken liver in the form of liverwurst. Well, that's not chicken that, liver. I think that's like the main ingredient, though. No, we we looked it up. Or is that pork liver? The liverwurst is. Is uh, pigs or calves' liver? Okay, so beef liver. I like liverwurst. James, doesn't that burn the roof of your mouth or something? Yeah, it does. It destroys the roof of my mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. Obviously, James has some kind of reading it. Just he, too much MSG. He has some kind of allergic reaction to it or something. I don't know. And all that but, preservative phosphoric acid. It probably is something like that. Oh, by the way. Do you know what the third ingredient in Coke Zero is? What? Phosphoric acid. Gross. Okay. Hence why I don't drink any diet sodas at all. <laughs> I'm sure it's in regular nothing, soda, too. Nothing but full drink sugar drink drinks soda like that. I don't drink regular soda like that. Yeah, I, I, only, I only drink water. I am actually impressed. You pretty much drink coffee, hot water, <laughs> or tea. Yeah. And whiskey water. water. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, and then hard liquor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a, that's actually true though. I don't. So I'm not so. drinking Coke. I'm just drinking bottles of scotch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different. One is good for you, and one is just fucking makes you fatter. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, we'll go with that. Which one? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. No, you uh, you a, you a bourbon man? Uh, bourbon's okay. All right. Um, only reason I'm asking, I, I think I have some coming my way. So, oh, okay. Uh, last thing here, uh, I posted this on 
online the other day. I was at the store. So we had, I think we talked about this a while ago because there was like a Twitter thing mm-hmm. that Heinz is doing for, they're like, should we bring this to the United States? And they did. So Was it a product elsewhere? Yes. In Canada or something? Uh, Europe, I think, mostly. Oh, okay. But may- mayo chup. So yeah. it's mayonnaise and ketchup together in one bottle. I can't think of a better name. I mean, it, it is what it is. In middle school, I used I, okay, I was educated, and and shown the light to the wonderful concoction that is equal parts mayonnaise and ketchup to dip your middle school slash high school crinkle cut French fries in, fucking delicious. I'm glad I tried it because I was a purist before then and would just use ketchup. And I saw one of my good friends. His name was Robert. I don't remember his last name. He mixed them, and I was like. A, that's fucking disgusting. B, I should try it, and I'm glad I did. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty wild because um, that's an abomination against against God. No, you have not. never tried it. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> Mike, but I'm actually Mike, I'm, I'm looking at this bottle and I'm like, should I? Should Mike, I try this? Mike, take the leap. <laughs> Probably great. I, I will warn it. you: do not. But do not I can take... only have this with fries because I'm not going to eat no, fries no, no, here at the no, house. No. You, I mean, you can you can have it with other things. But I'll warn you: do not take initiative to create your own sauce. Do not, under any circumstance, mix mayonnaise and mustard. You know, what's do funny? not do that. You know, it's funny. So I, you know, I posted this. Online, and my I'm mom. Doing it right now. No, <laughs> I I saw this, and I, you know, I mean, I posted it and everything, and then I'm talking to my mom later, and she saw the post. She's like, she's like, you know, I would think uh, mustard and and uh, mayonnaise would make more sense. <laughs> no, said to me. <laughs> no, then you just get really sour, perhaps hot and spicy mayonnaise with ketchup. <laughs> the extra salt content balances the fat and creaminess and makes a wonderful sauce. Mustard is very salty. I'd say it's more tart. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying I want to do that. I'm just, we're just talking about it. Step one, try the mayo chup. (laughs) Look at all the giants that are, it is located at. I'm sure it's a hot seller. Look at the different giants. That's what uh, I'm like. Uh, what? Which one is my giant? Cause it's at my giant. I have no idea what you're looking at, but I'll oh, take I'm sorry. your word for it. I'm sorry. So find the mayo chup here on that webpage. Yep. And click on it. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe down below. And it's like now available at blah, 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 all these places. Uh-huh. You know, Safeway, Acme, Amazon.com. Yep. Walmart, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's at least three different giants. Well, Giant Eagle, I don't think is related. And Giant Carlisle is what you're familiar with. Hmm. Is it? Yep. The other one came up with, like, some other links. Oh, okay. Um, It's also at the, so you see Stop and Shop? So that's related to the giant I know. Also, oh, okay. we just don't have any around here, but 
Anyway. Give it a try. Yep, I saw but, it there. I was like, oh shit, it's here. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> dip it. Dip some steak in it. Ugh. No, you'll like it. James? I don't advocate putting ketchup on steak, but you'll I mean, you'll like it. It's probably fine. I mean, uh, <laughs> the mayonnaise makes it okay. No, I mean mayonnaise makes you an exotic European when you do it. It's fine. And yet, and, fries and yet, is brilliant. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yep. it's like one of the best things you could do to French fries. Hmm. Okay. Well, go buy it right after the show. Let us know how it is next week. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for mayo chip. <laughs> C- call it camo. Hmm? Can- cameo? Matchup. Call it matchup. Matchup. <laughs> well, that's basically what it is now. Yep. All right. I'm going to jump down to the extra section. Three links, three yeah, music videos. Ketcho. Yeah, ketchup. That's not bad, actually. First link. Lonely Island featuring Michael Bolton, Jack Sparrow. Hilarious. They're trying to film like a music video, and he keeps he just watched the the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy, and he keeps singing about Jack Sparrow in the chorus, and they're like, What the fuck? Like it's not part of the song. Yeah. That's link good. number one. It's great. Second link, down by the lake. This is in reference to what James said earlier that, you know, the three of us could sit down for five minutes and write a mumble rap song. This is a country version of that, which I found out about by watching one of my favorite Twitch streamers, Tim the Tapman. But it's like some shitty photoshopped (laughs) truck in front of a lake next to a sign. And the only lyrics are like parked out by the lake 80 miles from Santa Fe. That's where I'm parked. It's by the lake. Shit like that. But but it's funny. You should watch it at some point. Third link. Since we were talking about, you know, SoundCloud and mumble rap and stuff like that, it actually reminded me of a rapper that I recently found. He doesn't have a huge catalog. He has some, like, some diss track responses and a couple of original songs. I linked to one of his original songs. Good lyrics. Very good lyricist, in my opinion. Um, the actual video starts about 45 seconds in or so. Um, give it a watch. His name is Dax. I see big things for this gentleman. Anyway, just thought I would share those those three music videos for your enjoyment. Thank you, Evan. You're welcome. All right, I got a couple things in here. First one is a vice article that they just thought it was so hilarious it was it's a it's a video of these guys defending their jewelry store against these robbers who are trying to break in and it doesn't really make sense cuz it looks like it's in the middle of the day but they're like breaking a window and trying to climb through and then did they do a whole breakdown of of this thing and it's like, like first one guy like goes out of frame, comes back with a sword. <laughs> then, then another guy comes into frame with a sword. Then a third guy comes into frame with a sword. So all three of these guys are defending their jewelry store with swords. <laughs> so 
so crazy. Where is this? Uh, good question. I am not sure, to be honest. Florida? I'm going to guess Florida. I didn't look. Oh, it's in Toronto. Toronto? Toronto? Yeah. Why does this guy just go into the front door? Yeah, I don't I don't understand it either. It doesn't really make sense. And yeah, they come back with three swords. What the hell? Like I don't know why these guys just don't walk through the front door and instead of they're like breaking a window, like it's so weird. Like it's the middle so? of the day, like they're talking to a customer there. Yeah, like where's the where's the surprise? Where's the element of surprise? This is gone, you know? They're like, let's bash in this window. <laughs> like Oh my god. Ridiculous. Mhm. Yeah, it's just it's just so crazy. So, check that out. Next up, I found a cool website. It's like eBay, but it's only for aircraft stuff. It's called primaryflightcontrol.com. Is this like booking flights or if you want to buy flight sim stuff? What the fuck? No, I want to buy a, a uh plane. a Cessna citation. Gotcha. For $500,000, uh, I can do it here, you know? <laughs> or I want to buy a, a a commuter jet for $29 million. It's it's here. You can buy a Douglas TA-4J Skyhawk fighter jet for half a million. That seems like a great deal to me. There's a MiG-17 for hundred grand. So maybe I am just uneducated, but... Do planes cost this much? Yeah. Uh, they can, yeah. <laughs> then you got to maintain them and pay a I mean, pilot? I mean, like a 747 or something is like, you know, $240 million or something. You know, Why? Like, I mean, that's how much it costs, bro. I don't think they should. I'm not saying it should be affordable, but that's pretty ludicrous. And I think a Cessna... I don't know, James. Like a basic Cessna? How much do you think a basic Cessna is? I don't know. Three, four hundred grand. Dude, to me, if you said how much is that Cessna, I'd be like $17,000. Yeah, maybe in like 1968. <laughs> I think but... it'd be $17,000 if as many people bought cars as bought planes. Bought planes, buy cars, but it's not the case. Oh, that's true. Scarcity yeah. make makes the market be like, we can raise the price to something stupid. I guess it's specialized. It's not specialization. It's scarcity. It's just scarcity. That's all. They're just like because there's not a, there's not there's not that many people buying these, so we're gonna raise the price of something stupid. Yeah. Hmm. It's there's a that 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 show I put up there, the Patriot Act. One of his episodes is about Supreme. Have you oh, yeah. heard of Supreme? Yeah. Yep. So he talks about Supreme and talks about the economics of scarcity, and it's fucking crazy. You know. Um. Yeah, so you should watch that. It's pretty good. Um. But yeah, I think that's because you look at some of these planes. You're like, really, this is like a bunch of sheet metal on the motor. You know, what I mean. Yep. This is this is less perks than my car has. There's no radio. There's no GPS. And I don't have any of that shit. You know, you after you buy the plane, you still have to add a bunch of shit into it to be like, okay, now we have all the things. It's like a boat. Like you need to get like, oh, we need to get the trout radar. We need to get the fucking Air to sea radio. We gotta get certified by NOAA. This is all this shit you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Yeah, and they have parts and shit there too. So I guess if you need a Rolls Royce engine that takes JP eight, right? You can get it there. No, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, next up, I put uh, I put a link. This is in reference to your none like it hot, Evan. Uh huh. So it's it's a funny little little drawing that someone drew. It's like they're at a, a climate summit, and it's saying all the things that we're gonna we're gonna do: energy independence, sustainability, livable cities, clean water, healthy children, blah 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 blah. And someone in the audience is talking to someone. And he's like, "But what if it's a big hoax and we create a better world for nothing?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much my feeling on it too. But I mean, I know it's more complicated than that. But Dude, that's my dad's feeling. He's oh. like, and my dad is borderline climate change denier. Oh, I don't mean like that. I mean like my feeling like, yeah, what if, you know, like, what what's the downside, you know? Yeah. To doing it, even if even if it is a big hoax, which I don't think it is. But what kind of assholes would we be if we left it in a better state than it is? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then last but not least, I put the video of the white kids doing doing Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci that's gang. that's like the best video. Ma bella de coca. Yeah, Evan Evan is now officially better than that kid in that video. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's fucking seven. And it's like and there's like one or two black kids there too, which is makes it weird. And they're buying in. They're like, yeah, okay. Cool. Like, nothing about it's cringy or strange to them. But you know what? That tells you these guys are all good friends. Yeah. And they are like, this is cool. Well, yeah. We're well, cool yeah. right now. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you know, because if they weren't, if some of them weren't friends, they'd be like, this is weird and cringy and they wouldn't want to be in the video. That is true. That is very true. I'm not, I'm not mad at them for enjoying themselves, but it's, it's hilarious seeing this kid. <laughs> And what was this film on? The <laughs> maximum like... quality is 240p. Yeah, it's like they they filmed this. They're like, get out the VHS camcorder, and <laughs> we're going to film this video now. I love like, it. What? It's like White Kid Sings Gucci Gang in me. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this has been posted multiple times. So there's all kinds of different titles. But, uh, yeah. So you know what? Here's the thing. He's the kid in their group. Who knows the whole song? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And those guys are like, you gotta sing it, man. You gotta sing it. So he's singing it, but none of them even took the time to be like, let's lay a fucking song. <laughs> let's like, like at least put the song. like. So it sounds, what makes it worse is there's no melody. There's he's no like, music. He's it's like, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. You know, I'm a white red-headed kid. And my, my chain is lame. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> like it just couldn't be worse, you know? I got rosacea and you know, whatever, you know, like, it's just not good. <laughs> Rosacea and lower back pain. Yeah, and lower back pain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Evan, you know, I've been watching Hot Ones a yeah. more these days. So I watched Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's so weird. Dude, it's great. <laughs> It's so great. Yeah. Like you owe it to yourself. Yeah, you should to watch 
the hot ones with Jeff Goldblum. Um, I haven't finished watching it yet. I only watched like the first third, but there's one with Chrissy Teigen. I almost know who she is, but not enough to care to really watch it. No, she's good. She's hilarious, actually. So, okay. um, also, I just want to mention that uh, Jeff Goldblum has released a new album. Excellent. Uh, Capital Capital Sessions. You know, it's a, it's a jazz album. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to it a little bit. It's great. Lots of snaps, like. Oh yeah, there's that kind of stuff. There's. There's uh, him introducing Sarah Silverman. Oh, didn't that like be this, great? <laughs> they have this whole like three or four minute like back and forth thing, and it's fucking great. You know? I thought you were going to say him introducing himself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, like some of the words he uses and stuff, you're like, is that even a word? Like, this is this is great. <laughs> it's amazing. So you owe it to yourself. It's everywhere. It's on, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, blah, 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 whatever, you know? Go check it out. It's great. Um, so, yeah, that's all That's all I got. Cool. Speaking of things that are uh, available on popular playlists, James? I'm eating garlic knot for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all adults. As, as he should be. As he should be. I turned around and Michael was talking about whatever he was talking about, and I saw the garlic knot from yesterday. So this is a perfect time to eat. And I was like, I pick it up and I was like, I'll wait until I'm done. The exit. And I picked it up and I held it in my hand and I gave it a squeeze and I was like, it's still soft. And I said, well, one bite won't hurt. I'll... And as I bit it, I was like, one bite's going to hurt. But I did it anyway. Oh, fuck me. All right. This week's episode brought to you by Domino's Garlic Knots. Oh, boy. That's dry. You wash it down with like, a tall glass of whiskey or whatever? Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> um. Hmm. Okay. So. Thank you, one and all, for another excellent show. I was glad to be the host today. Had a great time. You guys have to listen to me rant about all the things that I find important and popular. <laughs> and you guys have stuck with us through thick and thin, and I really appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you want to support us, you can use the Amazon affiliate link, which uh, some of our listeners are doing right now. We really appreciate you guys who are doing that. Um you can go to Patreon and help us out that way. The Patreon link is on our Facebook, on our on our uh, website, islepanelpodcast.com. It's not a secure site. We really got to fix that. Yes, um, it is. Is it? You yep. just have to type HTTPS. Oh. Okay. It's both secure and insecure. The choice is yours. Nice. Well, I like to play <laughs> fast and loose, so. Um, so, yeah, we got our Amazon affiliate link. We got our uh, Patreon page, uh, also known as pillager.com. You can go to patreon.com slash aisle and uh aisle panel podcast and donate money to us there. We really appreciate it. Instagram, Michael always updates the Instagram. Very powerful, very funny stuff there. Uh Twitter is an automated bot, I think. But please go check it out and support that bot's activities. He needs the support. Um the food survey, if you haven't taken it, get on there. I did post it on Reddit 
on the on our flesh food and it got deleted immediately because the people on reddit are elitist and they don't like our activities there so but i will continue to do that until i'm banned from reddit what did you post i posted our food survey on r slash food the pizza survey ah yeah uh, well, so, yeah. everyone posted on Facebook, so all your friends see it. Um, you know, including you two hosts and any listeners who care to help us out, we'd appreciate it. Um, get it out there. Yeah, so we can get more more responses and get a better idea of what's going on out there. It's a nice, fun uh, social experiment. So help us out with that, guys. All right. Anyway, thank you as always. Uh, we will see you next week. Oh.